Hello, everybody. Welcome to Red Sky City Cyberpunk Conspiracy Episode 3. Delve into the. Joining me once again is my fantastic cast. Got Seltzer, Sideshow, Golden Boy, and Bren. Hello, everybody. How's it going today? Good. Hello. Great. I'm actually <laughs> stoked for this episode because, yeah, finally, maybe GB will actually be able to do something with one of his characters. <laughs> uh, thanks, Bren. Such a such a friend. Yeah, it's nice to not die uh, out of the uh, gate, I mean, you know. But early days. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. All right. There's still time. There's still time. Uh, if you are just joining us, absolutely, you should be up to speed. But oh, you might need to increase your mic volume, Joe. Copy. How's that? Do I sound better? Much better. Excellent. Cool. Yeah, so uh, yeah. I had a run-in with a Netrunner in my system earlier. I dropped some black eyes, a hellhound burned out his brain, and we should be good to go after that. Uh, <laughs> but if anything is is messy, it's probably because they left behind some nasty surprises in my net. So I apologize for that. Let us know. We'll continue to, uh, you know, frag That's anyone. Them. Exactly, they're calling. They're angry. <laughs> um, bogged. Bogged. Uh, but... In our last episode, Oro just died instantaneously. Like the first <laughs> roll of the game, just immediate death. <sighs> but the rest of the party was able to repel the traitor royal who had backstabbed them all in exchange for a huge payday in order to take over their apartment, clear everybody out so that WorldSat could demolish it the following day and put up a relay tower in its place. That plan seems to have fallen through. So... Our heroes have done a little bit of investigation. They met Oro's twin brother, who I'm really glad was part of the life path because that meant that it wasn't an ass pole. It was an actual character who was in the lore. Uh, Oro's twin brother is a badass vigilante for hire named Monarch who showed up demanding answers. They did a little recon. They searched Oro's room. They searched Royal's room. They found a couple of clues about what might be going on, including... Documents connected to WorldSat in a nearby office where Natalie Smith's ex, whose brain was altered in cybernetic surgery, currently works. They also have a contact for a mysterious, supposedly low-level fixer named Beetle, who works out of a nearby uh, classic Americana slash Cuban slash it's all Soylent anyways, so, you know, it's uh, cafe. So those are the two main leads that our heroes currently have. We left them exactly as they were in the middle of the night with Oro's body on a slab in Jarex's basement. <laughs> they were looking for yep. answers. So as we set the scene once again, what would everybody like to do? So have we already slept. You have not. Also natural healing in this game, super slow, super slow. <sighs> Wonderful. <laughs> Um, what's the what? best way to get healed up then? The, let's see. Do, do, do. Best way to heal up just is to just to take a day off. Essentially. Huh. Mm. We can't do that. We've got stuff to do. It's Well... Don't even talk about having a day off. I mean, I'm going to bed because I my body is riddled with drugs that you gave me and I can't think straight. Mm. But, but tomorrow morning, we need to get cracking with this stuff because uh, we, we were nearly just gunned down in the street and we don't know who ordered it. 
Got to get ahead well, we, of this. We got a pretty good idea of who ordered it, don't we? It was Do the you? corporations. <laughs> Corporation, um, bad. Well, oh, man, good. It's a communication company. They tried to clear us out because they wanted to destroy the building to build a tower. Hmm. And based on that, are we even sure this is somewhere we can safely sleep tonight? Gina implied when you talked to her that if this plan failed, there was not a backup plan. They don't have, and they're not like sending in the, the mm -hmm. uh, okay, you know, send in the real kill team now, send in the bombs, etc. Gina implied from what she was informed, what she was able to overhear in her conversations with WorldSat's uh, handlers, that if this failed, it probably wasn't worth their time and they were going to scrub it. And is mm. Gina confidently sleeping in her apartment tonight? Uh, no, but like she's sleeping in her apartment. She's just wired with adrenaline and desperately protecting her little family of creatures. Puddles mm. must, you know, we must protect puddles at all cost. Mm -hmm. True. Gina's comfortable staying puddles. We're getting rest here. All right. Well, what's the time of night right now? Oh, it's got to be 1 a.m. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's way past sleep. my bedtime. The, the trouble um, is... <laughs> The longer there's a dead body in my bloody surgery room, the less I like it. Okay, <laughs> well, uh, you know, look, uh, you're just going to have to deal with it. All I, right. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, I will deal with it. You're going to give me yeah. a hand. No, uh, he's going to stay right there. We're going to go to sleep. And then when we wake up, we'll figure out what we do with the body from there. Obviously, I want to make sure that it gets to my family. I'll handle that. I'll take care of all that business. But for now, hold it or... I'll just shoot you in the face. So, you know, <laughs> let's just go ahead and leave it at that. Uh, I'm going to get to work. I'll, uh, I'll be right back. And I'm going to go down into my work. I'm going to go into my, uh, my little surgical lair. The dungeon. Okay. And what yes. do you do in the dungeon? How long would it take? So what uh, cybernetic implants does Auto have? Ah, uh, right. Yes, that this fucking guy. Oh my you did God. agree to this. Yeah, I did. I did. So I'm not. Yeah, it's fine. All right. Well, I'm. I'm just. Listen. There's. There's not many hours of daylight in a day. Um. So. so okay. So you. <laughs> it's not like Oro went over and specifically showed you all of his cybernetics, unless part of your backstory is that you installed them, which I don't recall that being part of it. No. 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 Nah, he's going to have to look okay. for it. All right. So what I'd like you to do is I would like you to make a cybernetics check. And we'll see based on the result what you're able to ascertain. A cybertech check? Yes, cybertech. 17. 17. Actually a really bad roll for me. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, that's, that's pretty good. Meanwhile, pathetic. Uh, so <laughs> he's got... A couple of things. One, he's got an illegal, though, you know, with the state of Red Sky City these days and the state of the government, illegal's a laugh, laughable word. He, one of his fingernails pops off to reveal a monofilament whip that he can use to slice things open. So he's got a slice and dice installed. He's also mm -hmm. got a cyber audio suite. Uh, one cyber, it's like not, not that, was Oro's actual ear cybernetic or was it like inside an implant? It was, it was like, uh, it, yeah, it was, his ear wasn't cybernetic. It was like a, a piece. So it almost looked okay. like a hearing aid-ish, but, mm -hmm. but it was not, you know, nearly a senior. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's, that's how I had envisioned it. Okay. 
all that's right. all I find, huh? Yep, that's all all he had installed. He cared a lot about, you know, getting true high high fidelity sound for his tunes and for his yeah. gaming. Mm -hmm. he had oh, and it was RGB, by the way. It was RGB, just so that we're all on the same page here. All right, no, okay. it was also RGB. Yeah. How, right. how long would it take to um, take these out? <laughs> Only a medtech this reading through this because there's a section on this because that's what kind of game we're playing huh <laughs> all right both procedures take four hours four hours yeah dude <laughs> seems like a job you, for tomorrow have you ever gone in and like you know single removed every single nerve connection between somebody's cochlea and you know a piece of electronics it's delicate work four hours each that, that's that's normal for a surgery. What are you gonna just whip it, whip it in, yeah, whip like, it what out? Are you trying to rip me? Because then at that point it becomes useless. So you can't just rip it. I could Correct. repair it later. You're gonna try and do it in half the time and then repair it later, which will take even longer. And then you're also gonna brutalize Oral's like head in the process. Well, I'm not gonna brutalize it. You might do. Um, that's for Monic little... to decide. God damn. Yeah, because if I, I'm just letting you know right now. <laughs> I'm not going to brutalize his head, but his finger, well, no one's going to see that. And no one's going to miss that. The other <sighs> thing is that technically his cyber audio, you have to have the cyber audio suite installed, and then you have options installed, and the option is separate. I mean, they're, they're the same thing, but it's going to take eight hours to remove both of them together, unless I misread oh this God. rule. So I'm going to oh, take... What, well, the finger's easy, right? I should be able to just chop that off. If you do that, you will have to do repairs later. Bloody, how ingrained is it? Oh my god. What it's the fuck are you going to do with a finger? finger? Well, it's in the finger, isn't it? Right? Mm -hmm. So what are you going to do? Just, just chop off one of your fingers and try and plant it on? His is no, metallic. God, this is so much work. And I've got this dead body that's decaying in my You've bloody lab. Don't you have your cryo tanks down there? Yeah. Not yet, which are not the same it, as your cryo pumps. Your cryo pumps are the things that like you have to spend money to resupply and stuff, but your cryo tanks are the big freestanding pieces of furniture. And he's already dead. You could schlep him in one of those to preserve oh, him. Oh yeah. He could have done that right from the beginning, Joe, but he said, yep. and I quote, No, I'm not wasting one of those on a dead body, as if that is not <laughs> kind of the point as oh, well. I wanted um, to make sure that he didn't think it was, you know, the, the thing that costs money. Yeah. Which might it have been a cost money. So you've got your cryo pump, which is like you carry this bag and you open the, yeah, well, yeah. It's a, a crate and you open the crate and there's a bag. You stuff someone in the bag, turn it on and it freezes them. That's your mobile one. That's one that it costs money for your for your um, repairs. Yeah. Yeah. The other one is the. Uh, Cheap ass mofo. The other one is like the big piece. And it doesn't cost anything. I just got to plug it in. Yep. I don't know. It's not mobile. What is the estimated cost of the all the implants? Uh, if that result, you should have a pretty good read on that. Let me run through this real fast. Street value, or not necessarily street value, do cyberware. The audio suites altogether would run 500. And the amplified okay. hearing module is 100. And then for the slice and dice, where is that? That's also 500. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Put him in the thing. Just put him in the yeah, thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to put uh, Otto's body in the 
in the uh, in the thing. And of course, the monarch is not telling me that it is because he didn't follow me to my uh, surgical lair, did you? No, I didn't. It's just that we it's spent just the, the, the freaking thirty minutes on you it's, with, it's debating less, whether or not you want to chop my finger it, off. It's so less you know. my conscience and more. Do I want a good night's sleep? You know, is this a job yeah. for another day? Does does the sleeping matter in this game? Like, uh, uh, as the GM, yeah. if you, I don't know if there's specific rules for it, but I'm a hundred percent gonna say that if you don't sleep, you're gonna start accruing penalties on your rolls and stuff. Mm -hmm. Now, yeah. The biggest fantasy in Dungeons and Dragons is that you can get eight hours of good sleep and be fully restored and just you get the <laughs> sleep. That's like the, the most unrealistic part of it. This is a much more realistic game, which means that I fully expect some of you to be getting four hours, six hours. I expect everyone to be up all night on their agents, just incredibly bad sleep habits. So mm -hmm. you don't need a, a full eight hours. I'm putting it in the... Uh... Yeah, I'm put them in. I'm put, gonna put them in a tank, and I'm gonna go to bed. Okay. Uh, well, actually, before I do that as well, I'm gonna make sure my my lab is clean because listen, there's a lot of blood and other stuff. You gotta make sure that, that you don't want it. You don't want it to fester. Okay. Exactly. It's the worst exactly. thing you can do. And before I go to bed, I'm gonna get the bleach out. I'm gonna start giving it a deep clean. Okay. Does Natalie head to sleep? You said that if Gina was good, you were good, right? Yeah, I'm actually. I'm gonna get one of those not so great night's sleep, but I'm also wanting to uh, pack for the. The, expecting to leave tomorrow mm -hmm. so i'm gonna spend a lot of my time just like neatly folding things and like sorting things and making a lot of piles using my e-bags to zip things up individually al you know what i'm talking about i know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> and like uh and then uh i'm gonna get in bed but i'm gonna try and do one more search for data before i go to bed so you know that okay what is jim up to uh jim's drugged out of his mind he's going to sleep oh, he right. falls straight into bed and he's he's zonk he is zonk. <laughs> he does not care. Mm. I mean, if he could remember, he'd probably pull out his agent and go like, beetle, and then fall asleep. <laughs> He's going to just wake up and his phone is going to say, you asked me to remind you. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. Uh, uh, what is Monarch doing? Uh... I'm going to take uh, Oro's uh, home because okay. apparently he paid rent on it for one more mm -hmm. uh, month. So I'm just going to go ahead and take possession of my brother's uh, home because, you know, I really don't like the guy all that much, but I'll take his bed. It takes you about 30 minutes to figure out how to turn off all the RGB. Yeah. <laughs> like he had it all queued up to a set of macros and it was, you know, key to his agent yeah. and stuff. But as an unauthorized user, you have to individually... Like, why would there even be RGB in the toilet? That doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It really doesn't. But, I, you know, he's a man of style, uh, high class and style. You know, he was gone from this world too soon, despite the fact that everyone seemingly has just been memeing on his death this whole time. <laughs> you know, it's a it's damn what, shame. It's what he would have wanted. Uh, all is. right. <laughs> the rain, the blood rains fall that night. Sticky, red, hot possibly radioactive, leaving a nasty slick and almost erasing the bloodstains on the pavement with just this polluted slosh that washes across the Red Sky City. And that morning, through the haze as the rain begins to clear, the sun burns red in the east, casting this, it looks like an inferno, cascading between the buildings of the city. And what light reaches you from the east cracks over the apartment, the day is already bloodstained. But you all get a night's rest. 
nobody heals because you haven't taken a day off, but th that's the rub. You're at least functional, even if you need a little bit of whatever caffeine source you've got nearby. Real coffee, probably not a thing. Mm. Unless you're obscenely rich, but there there is definitely some sort of synthetic beverage that you can get your hands on. Huh. So a new day. Okay. Got a couple of goals, right? We either go to the office where Rachel's ex is the guy who I uh, accidentally lobotomized, but it wasn't really my fault. It was more, you know, danger of the implant. I just, I just did my job. Just gonna put that out there. I just did my job. Uh, but the uh, and then and then also maybe search up this fixer who likes to frequent a cafe. Yeah, I mean, as soon as I wake up, I'd start making inquiries towards. Uh, actually, no, I would. I would go down to uh, to talk to Monarch because I want to reintroduce myself. I know that I was fucked up the night before and didn't give the best first impression. So I think I would go down and just, with my morning caffeine, go down and uh, try and be friendly with Monarch. Uh, Natalie, what's a, what's a good Continental Brands artificial caffeine beverage? Got any oh, ideas? Uh, yeah, it's called Crystal Jolt. This is a classic flavor. We brought it back again. It's having a bit of a resurgence. And uh, what it is is these shiny little glass-like crystals that you really want to make sure that you stir uh, in very, very hot water to make sure they dissolve. Otherwise, they've been known to... Well, that's for the lawsuits, but... <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I, I walk downstairs towards... Oh, not downstairs. I walk across the hall to, uh, to Oro's old room then stirring these the last dredges of these crystal jolt into my glass of water sniffing it whoa fucking hell little it smells I'm, a little like battery acid but with every iteration they make it a little that smell more mellow nah, I, pu I pull out the pull out the stirrer and the bottom's just melted off <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, i'm gonna knock on monarch's room all right uh yeah, I'll, I'll wait a little bit, mostly because I, 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 you know, I traditionally like to take my morning poo and uh, just get it all out <laughs> in the day. Uh, you know, so uh, point, like, uh, hold on, hold on, gotta wipe. Give me a second. All right, all give right. And sure, then I make I'm... my way to the door and I open just it up. Jim, uh, dude. All right. Uh, one. I, God, what are you drinking? Dear Lord, that thing smells terrible. The hell is that? It's crystal Jolt. It's a classic Continental. You don't have caffeine? You don't? No, it's not that. It's just anything from Continental is just, it's just garbage. So, uh, but yeah, whatever. Anyway. You know, I, we can't all be uh, living the big solo life, you know, taking, taking money wherever it is. Anyway, I, uh, I think I was a little messed up last night on something the doctor had given me. I broke my leg in the scuffle with your... Uh, trying to save your brother but i uh, i wanted to reintroduce myself uh mm. i it's a pleasure to meet you and have you around hopefully you'll you'll stick with us and sort out this horrible little mess and uh condolences again i i've got a couple of people that i know who can fix your brother up all nice before we uh we put him to rest are you thinking about a cremation or you you got the money for a burial uh yeah i think we're gonna we're probably gonna end up doing a cremation and uh take it over to our family uh, but yeah, no, appreciate it, man. Uh, obviously, not the way I thought that this would that evening would have gone. Uh, I mean, to be fair, like I was 
pretty much on, on my way over to the strip club that was like really really popping here in nice city and then i i don't know i just ended up getting the notification and then at that point i was like ah screw it might as well just go check it out i mean i thought the guy was just messing with me so to find out that the little shit died is just uh you know my mom's gonna hate it i'm all right uh, yeah yeah shit happens i'm gonna clap him on the clap him on the arm but uh yeah we'll uh where where, where does your family live where are we carting this this uh oh, yeah. delightful corpse off to so I have to reference my notes here real fast, but I don't think they're in the, they're not in the combat zone anymore, but they're like out, they're like in a, in a safer area, Joe. Okay. So then what they might've done is they might've moved to what used to be long ago. It was the suburbs because after the nuke went off, there was sort of diaspora people, you know, fled and what yeah. used to be the suburbs were taken over and became refugee camps. And over time people be, you know, they built up, uh basically shacks and and um what's the other word, word i'm looking for uh shanties like a shanty town sort of deal mm, they built it. that up but then that was 20 years ago so some of those areas have stabilized and become communities and because those are closer to the outskirts you get a lot of nomads in there sometimes you can get more fresh food if you know the right people a lot of tight-knit family communities and family of choice communities that have survived for this long you know they remember 20 years ago when they had to move out of the city to get away from the from the fallout or from the liquefaction because the whole thing was built on fill. So when the bomb went off, you know, a bunch of the city flooded. So there yeah. are these larger neighborhoods in the outskirts. There's also starting to be new suburbs for the, for the bourgeoisie, the corporate mm-hmm. elite. But uh, you're probably from one of those, you know, outskirt communities, we'll call it. Yeah, okay, so... That's basically where. Um, okay. So, yeah. So basically, my my family they're 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 out in the uh in that in that new kind of outskirt area that had just kind of formed up of not too long ago. So they're they're safe. They're fine. They're going to be really sad. Uh, obviously. Do they know yet? No, no, they don't know. I was thinking about doing something that would have been a little funny, but then I thought it'd be in poor taste. You know, I was I like, uh, I don't know your family, Monarch. You know them best. Looking forward to it, but you know. I, I how about None of them this? subscribe. <laughs> yeah. If oh I, yeah. Uh, no. If I, uh, if I talk to this guy I know who's a, a driver, get in touch with uh, someone who can cremate the body for you. What are we talking like two, three days, something like that, to sure. get in touch with your family and head them over. Yeah, yeah. That, Two days that time. Sounds like a good idea. That sounds like a good idea. Let's make. I, I appreciate you, Jim. I, you know, you gave me a re- really weird impression. I didn't realize you were hopped up on drugs. I just thought that's how fucked out my mind, mate. All you, yeah. See, that's, that was the thing. I thought that was just you know the accent and then all the other stuff, right? I just figured that's just how it was. No, you know, no, man. I was, I was toasted. Absolutely gazeboed. Who I made was you out of it? Who, who gave you the drugs? Oh, the the doc, Jerax. Uh, the Dr. Roboto, whatever that guy is, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Nice guy, though. Nice guy. Hey, anyway, if I, uh, you know, if I help you out with, uh, with the whole body situation with your brother, would you mind accompanying me when we go and check out the, uh, the stuff that we found out about the, the people that had killed him? I, we could do with a bit of muscle. Uh, well, you know, and I pull out my, uh, my agent, go through my schedule. It's nothing there. I'm just more like just looking through it. <laughs> Just trying to figure out i had I had like one session where i was gonna go play chess in the park uh you by left myself. the voice on with those well, monarch you left the voice on it says hello monarch you have no upcoming appointments for the next three 
months. <laughs> As you're like slamming the volume down. Uh, I'm a gig worker. I'm a gig worker. You have to understand, you know, work pops up. Sometimes you find yourself in a different part and I eat. You don't want to write it all down. It's underground work. Yeah. You know, uh, you get it. You, you get, all right. Now we're, we're good. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and do this. I'm actually curious. Uh, this, this, this seems like a really weird thing to have happened to a random building that honestly, no offense here, Jim doesn't really look that great so i don't know how in the world they're just trying to like take over yeah. the building yeah it's like quite it. weird isn't it hello I've, I've just joined i'm just chilling with fine morning coffee <laughs> he's been there for the last five minutes <laughs> oh my yeah, god you gotta here. stop yeah. doing this roboto man okay <laughs> like i don't know how is it you're like an enigma and then you just pop up in front of us every single time it that makes anyway uh yeah it is weird and i'm trying to understand how did this even come about? Like, how did you guys even find out that you guys were going to be attacked? What do you mean? I mean, well, we, I mean, we live this close to the to the combat zone, and uh, you know, occasionally there's going to be some some uh, you know rough and ready tumblers outside who are ready to you know ne you never know they might just decide to blow up your building one day. That's all part of the joy of living in this section of, of the Red Sky City, I suppose. Um, mm. Or maybe joy is the wrong word, but uh, yeah, it's uh, you, you've always got to be ready. I, I think it was Oro that actually spotted them. I can't remember who did spot them, but they were outside taking a sketch of the building, ready to blow it up. Someone overheard something, and next thing you know, he's on the floor, dead. Why do you seem like you enjoy that? I I mean, I don't relish the, de the, the death of my... my uh, um, I'm going to step in to save Jarex from this awkward situation. Jarex, are you all right with uh, keeping the body for a couple of days? I mean, we'll... I was actually planning on uh, on taking the day to uh, prepare the body for whatever you want to do with it, to be honest. Yeah, we're, mm. I'm going to call up a guy. We're going to send it over to a, to get cremated. It'll probably be about two days, though. Is that, okay. that work? Uh, and Monarch, are you okay with a 50-50 split when it comes to these cybernetic implants? I think that's reasonably fair. He is my brother, you know. So kind of all came from my dad's balls and stuff. So your point is, the cybernetics didn't come from your father's bollocks, did it? Well, you know, who knows these days? Am I right? <laughs> anyway, don't get the joke. Uh, yeah, don't understand. The, the it's joke. dark. It's dark times. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, you know what? I think I think in the interest of creating a good relationship with you guys, because obviously we have a lot to figure out here. I think let's go ahead and call it a 50-50 split. I'm sending the money to my family anyway, so it doesn't really matter. So just so you are aware, though, you're going to take half of the money, all right, from that away from elderly people that could use the money. I do yep. hope you're going to let that rest in your conscience for a while. Let it sit there. Perfectly okay with it. That's right, that's great. That's fifty fifty after the funeral cost, the crematorium costs as well. Hmm. You know what? Then I think, uh, Jerax, how about you help me out with that? Since you're benefiting from this, why don't, why don't you? Why don't we take uh, some of our cash and we go ahead and put it toward that? Since you obviously need to extract this, see, because I could just cremate the body right now with no problem. I got the cash; that's not an issue. Uh, but you know, you obviously want the cybernetics, so why don't you help me out and cover that up, a little hold bit? Hold up. Hold up. You want me to take out the funeral costs. Not entirely. And the cremation Dude. costs and the transport costs out of the initial cybernetics, which is then going to get halved and sent my way. Tell yeah. you what. 
How about this? It's not worthwhile for me. I don't Next know how you time, think the labor works, but but by the end of that, they, there's just nothing in it for me. And I, I totally get it. I totally get it. So and I on this Jim, week's so episode of Pawn Stars. <laughs> so so and Jim was listening through the wall, but when they started arguing, she's like, oh, whatever. <laughs> so so Jim, just so uh, we know here, uh, next time we're because look, something clearly is up, and you guys are are gonna get shot in the face again. Uh, so when that happens, I'll remember that, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll just go ahead and I, deal with it from there. I don't. Uh, whose side are you on here, Jim? There's a body. You sell what's in the body. You yeah. cover the costs of getting rid of the body. The rest yeah. is profit. That is a very simple way of doing this. Hmm. That is the way that it's usually done. Damn, well, I mean, we usually, usually, usually you throw the fucking body away into the alley. Don't you you? But for this you situation. Roll a persuasion check, and I will allow that to uh, dictate whether or not uh, uh, okay. Garrix is persuaded. <laughs> 21. 21. You make a sound argument. <laughs> what is Natalie doing while this is all going on and you're listening in and you were interested and now you're not interested? Uh, Natalie is still packing everything in her room and she's kind of divided things into three piles, which is this is what she needs to take on the road with her every day. She's got her her like Monday through Sunday pill box and all her like two changes of clothes and 18 changes of underwear. And then she's got the stuff that she's worried about leaving in her apartment that she wants to drop off at the office. And she's got a nice little pile of she doesn't really care about. So she's kind of doing this like Marie Kondo, like, do I love it? Am I ready to let go of it? And sort of just really making peace with her existence in this building. Does this spark joy? It's a big question. Yeah. Quick question for you, Monarch. You, you said a cremation? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's quite important. Probably. All right, noted. How uh, you don't okay? Let's just get something clear here. Mysteries and all this crap. I don't. I don't like it because if I don't like it, guess what happens? Said it a million times. I'm gonna shoot you in the face. Okay. So, so uh, I need to understand what it is that you need and why is cremation important here? Well, because if the body has been cremated, it doesn't really need to be in a particularly. Um, uh, this isn't an open casket what, funeral. What, yeah, what, it's not exactly an open casket funeral. Exactly. Thank you, in a voice. Um, I appreciate how. <laughs> You're welcome. Wow, Would you like me to search for nearby uh, cremation centers? Stop. 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 <laughs> okay. Thank you. <laughs> the uh, yes, I mean that's that's precisely the point. Is the the you know. If uh, if it was an open casket funeral, and I don't know, yeah, but don't rip shit out of I his mean, head. What the hell's wrong well, trust with me, you? It's a very delicate operation. I mean, have you seen these bad boys? <laughs> and we get it, Doctor Robotnik. All right, that's fine. Just do your do your thing, but just all I ask is well, that I'll you be careful. He's still my yes. brother at the end yeah, of the day. Yes, absolutely. I'll take I take excellent care. All right, I'm gonna go check in on Natalie, and then I'm gonna get, give a ring to. Uh, the, the boys that I know around the block who are going to deal with this cremation. Uh, Natalie answers the door to her apartment wearing like her Under Armour like gym clothes and then like a bulletproof vest and then like one of her work button downs over it and then like <laughs> two layers of jackets that she wants to bring with her. I don't think it's cold out. Uh, and like a bag on each arm and she's like, I'm ready to go! What the fuck? You look like an armored penguin. What, what have you done? I, I, I just, I, I, I want to be ready to run. 
How attack. the fuck are you I, gonna run when you look like a sphere? I don't I don't know. I've never been under attack before. I've never had to run before. Is this not the look? <laughs> not usually, Natalie, honestly. Not usually. Anyway, we're we're good. We're chill. We managed to deal with it. This is fine. We're gonna we're gonna turn from being the hunted into the hunters now. That's what I need your help for. We need as much info on these guys as we can. You had uh you had, you had some stuff you were talking about yesterday. I can't, I can't remember it for the life of me. I was hopped up on some drugs. You were reading out some weird numbers and stuff. Pretty hecked up yesterday, yeah. Uh, oh, yes. And then she reaches into her bag and she pulls out like a fistful of papers and then like actually like a plastic binder and then like two manila envelopes. And she's like, I actually managed to find a lot of data based off what we found in Oro's room yesterday. Yeah, yeah keep it down, keep it down. <laughs> <laughs> Monic doesn't know about that. that what do you find? Oh, what was that? <laughs> no, no, I said it very quietly. <laughs> uh, so we've got two leads to follow, and I, I say we go. I, I don't think we should waste any time here, especially not if they're if they're still thinking of blowing up this building, right? I mean, it's prime no, real estate, right? No, well, that's not what Gina said. I mean, I like the building, but I don't know about prime real estate. It's you a... charge prime real estate rent. This is a very desirable location, I was told. That's true. That is true, actually. <laughs> very and desirable. Monarch overhears this conversation and yells down the hall. That's just a, a, a crock of shit. This building is ass. My God. I, I What lies are you feeding here, Jim? Eddie, anyway, I'm just fucking with you. Uh, can we please just start getting ready? Because we, we got we to gotta get going here. And bring the penguin with you, too. I'm sure Batman's <laughs> out there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie is like a little confused and hurt that you would attack the building she chose it has to live to in. Be a boomer reference as well, referencing Batman in this day oh, yeah. and age. Mm. Some, well, some things are timeless. Oh, he's There's hot and fresh again. I'm vengeance. I'm gonna fit that line in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> what did you find there, Natalie? Well, and I hold out two different sets of information. First, there was a lot of stuff about this cafe where he seemed to go and some other people related to the work he was doing seemed to hang out. And then there's this office building where Todd works. And he sucks, so it looks like it all correlates over there as well. You got priors with Todd? I don't know if you remember Todd, but he was the one that had that screaming fit in the lobby six times. Oh. Oh, old shouty Todd. Yeah, I remember him. Well, given that, um, wasn't there something about like some code, some AD15 thing as well, or something like that? Yeah, there was. There was a D6 AD. Yep. Mm. Two, two separate pieces of information. D6 is an expense code, uh, expense grouping code that Natalie has never heard of before. And Again, a lot of expense reports go through Natalie's, you know, docket. So that's weird that she wouldn't have heard mm. of it before. And AD was attached to a couple of project lines, showed up in some odd places. It's not a lot to go off of. You know, it's only four characters, but hey. Well, here's my thinking, Natalie. You, you, you know Todd. So if you and Jax go over to the WorldSat office while, uh, while me and... Uh, me and the new boy check out this beetle dude. 
I, I, I know him as well. I can give him a ring and, and check him out. And we'll, uh, we'll spend the day gathering recon, get some information. I don't know if we should split up again. Are you sure? I mean, Jerks is a crack shot. Don't get me wrong, but... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like when we put all our heads together, we make the best decisions. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, we could go and check out... Uh... Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give Beadle a ring. We don't need to meet him in person. I'll give Beadle a ring on the way to the WorldSat office, and I'll see what I can find out about him just over the phone. If you think it's safe and you can get a, a connection that no one can trace, I'm a little worried after we had those guys patrolling our building. Uh, I've been careful be with what I'm putting through my agent. I have not been thinking about that. Well, yeah, fuck it. It'll be fine. Mine's a work <laughs> phone, so... Uh, so, hmm. so we're not taking a day off to rest up? Recuperate? No. Can we rest Do any of us need to? around in a car? Is that restful? <laughs> is, I don't know. Is it, I'm pretty weak. I have 19 health. Oh, I see. Mm. I don't think we should be expecting combat today. We're just going around gathering intel, so I don't think... Joe smiling! Yeah, but Joe smiling, though. Joe smiling, but... Man. Oh. But, like... How often I, do you get into I'm, gunfights in your life? Not very often. Not back to back, day to day. Well, no, it couldn't happen. Monarch, yes, but the rest yeah, of you, you guys. But I'm always shooting mofo's in the face, you know. So sure, sure. I, we're always in combat. Here's, life, life is a battle. You know, that's what I've learned. True. Relationships, war. It's all the same. Just the difference is who's on the other side. That's the important part. Remember that. I, will oh, say I don't think this. there's any time to waste. I will, I will say this. Almost any situation has the potential to turn into combat. Oh, like, yeah. If Monarch threatens to shoot people in the face, they'll, they'll get yeah. angry. And a lot of people oh. in Night City pack heat. So. But it doesn't mm. mean it has to be combat. You know what I mean? <clears throat> we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Don't worry about it, Jags. Keep the body downstairs. You can work a little bit on your surgery when we get back. We're only going to spend oh. half the day checking stuff out. You worry okay. too much, man. Okay. Okay. Listen, but I'm bringing both my rifles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, I'm going to call Beetle then. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm going to sit right by you actually, with a pen and paper to take notes. Actually, did we ever get in touch with Rex? We never did. Correct. So instead, I'm going to. I'm going to send a message over to Rex. Mm -hmm. Just, uh, I'm, I don't want to talk to him, but I want to send a message over to him. Just something very vague, something like, uh, uh, just checking in to see whether you know of anything unusual that happened yesterday. Okay. No immediate response. Rex mm. is usually like fairly timely, but doesn't like to you people to think that they you know have him on call. So he likes to make him wait a little bit. But you, the two of you are pals, so you expect you should hear back pretty soon, you know, within an hour mm -hmm. or two, if he's in the middle of something really, really intense. 
And I'm going to spend that little bit, moment while everyone else is getting ready to uh, ring Beadle as well. Okay. Or get in touch with him somehow. Mm. If I have to use, you know, a person who knows Beadle. I don't know how... I, don't, I feel like most fixers would be able to get in touch with other fixers. Mm-hmm. All right, are you going to send him uh, a message, you know, a text message of some kind, or are you going to call the voice? Uh, I'm going to call the voice. Okay. <clears throat> you have reached the musical agent of Beetle. Hope everything is good with you, Chumbada. How can I help you? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, was not expecting this musical agent. What? What do I know about interacting with agents? Is this some kind of answer phone, or is this just a normal secretary kind of? It's thing? a pseudo AI. It's a, a mm. pseudo secretary AI. So it doesn't have sentience, but it's at least as sentient as any of the home assistants that we may have, or you right. know, like an Alexa kind of. Yeah, thing. on but with several years of development and advance sure um can you remind me of what we the context of us hearing about beetle um previously so if i recall correctly you found evidence that oro had been in contact with beetle and that they've been going through continental records Mm, yeah that was it when he he was oro used beetle as a source for some of his expose videos and a lot of the documents that he got that have like the ADD6 coding on them, he got from Beetle. And mm. there were a couple of WorldSat expenses mixed up in there that had the same codes. Mm. Okay. Uh, then to the agent, to the musical agent, mm-hmm. I'd, uh, I'd say, uh, Beetle, this is jim fingers looking to get in touch i'm sure by now you're aware that our mutual golden friend has disappeared from this mortal coil um i need uh need to call in a favor about old old ad six and then i'm just gonna hang up okay and wait for him to call me back you get a text 30 seconds later hmm It's got a lot of emojis in it. Fucking hell. <laughs> These new fixes, man. They, they just don't have the same respect for the seriousness of the game. Uh, it's an invitation to meet over a cup of synth coffee. Way better than that jolt stuff. Listen mm. to some good tunes and uh, wish our, our good buddy Oro all the best on his journey. Where is the location of this? It's at Kana, the diner, and it's it's only like a mile away, less than a mile away. Okay, so this is still like within kind of my territory, within my area. Yeah, it's a, again, this is like one of the border areas, and you do know that he frequents it, but the, you also know about Beetle. Most of the time, what he buys and trades is old music memorabilia. So guitars, uh, paraphernalia, merch, vinyl. Right. Legend says... He's got some real vinyl once or twice and not like 3D mm-hmm. printed stuff. So uh, that, that tends to be his area of expertise. He knows a couple of, of techs who can fix up your car with a sick sound system. 
generally speaking that's his which is he's got access to resources but the fact that he tends to be so narrowly focused has kept him from being a big player except with aficionados and um audiophiles okay um so immediately i'm thinking in order to make this less of just me coming to him for a favor mm -hmm. i'll also probably try and get Jerax to let me use that guy as a fence for the audio equipment that he's trying to sell from Oro. Mm. So that way, you know, we're offering some kind of trade deal kind of thing. Uh, so I'll text him back and say, uh, I'll give him a, a date, which is tomorrow, whatever mm. the, whatever the tomorrow is. That's fine. Uh, sometime in the afternoon. And I'll tell him that, uh, I'll tell him I've also got uh, some sweet gear for him that we picked up recently. I won't tell him that it's from Oro. All right. <laughs> is it more or less value? Does a fanboy want that? I don't know. I don't think there's going to be a lot of... No, it's not my family, so I don't get to decide, but I don't think that there's going to be a whole lot of uh, sentimental value when it comes to his cybernetics that were inside of his, like, you know, goo. <laughs> you get a, a one-word response chilled with a, you know, excited face. <laughs> these kids these days these kids jesus christ i'm just gonna start grumbling to myself and, and meet <laughs> up with the others all right what will the rest of you do um natalie wasn't too far from you jim so she was kind of taking hoping to take notes off that call so when she sees your reaction she's like what what did he say what's what's gonna happen uh i'm meeting up with him tomorrow we had to do it in person he's a He's a fuckhead. He just listens to music all day long. He can't be bothered to take a call instead. Hmm. That actually sounds kind of cool. Just plugged into the vinyls. Got a brother and sister, like five of them actually, that are a little bit like that. Who? Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah. Mm. You, you don't call them very much? Well, not since I had to escape the country. Um... <laughs> that does put it Oh, by the way, by the way, Jerax, uh, I think Beetle would make a pretty good fence for that audio cybernetics if you're looking to pedal it off. If you can get that out of his head today, I can probably fetch a pretty good price for it via him. I, I won't yeah, take you, any commission for that. The I know, Joe, just, yeah, the audio you said it would be 100 for the one of the implants and 300? Five. 500, 500 for the platform and then 100 for the extra module on top of it. Because whenever you install cyber That's... audio, you have to install like a base module first with up to three yeah. different, you know, things on it and so the base is worth 500 flat now whether you'll get that questionable that's uh, that's the top price that's the fair price. recommended retail price exactly but i got trust in jim fingers to be able to put his fingers where they should not be belonging in various pies you know Mm -hmm. you're fucking real i'm i'm the i'm the bargainer here yeah yeah i've got the, i've got the i've got faith in you is what i'm saying oh i thought you said you don't have faith in me. no i've got faith in jim <laughs> oh, right. to get the best deal out of this yeah i think that, that seems like a very reasonable deal uh the trouble is it takes a pretty long time to get that out of his uh cranium so uh, to do it today it's a good eight hours of work oh fucking hell uh well I suppose you could just stay here and do that. Uh, and where are the rest of you going? Oh, we're going to pop up to that WorldSat office. Let's I'd check like to it go out. WorldSat. I mean, I've got a client up there. I could push the meeting back one day, but I think any further than that, and we're really I, I pushing what, it. I'll tell you what. 
Is the monarch here? Wait, wait. I'm not there. You're not there? I'm in, I'm in the room, just still what, trying to toil Jim, away with the RGB. Jim, I could do a rush job with it, but I'm a little bit worried about what the monarch might think. If I do a rush job, the face won't look very pretty. Oh, you probably won't get as much money for it as well, right? I mean, I'm pretty good. <laughs> so what, what are you going to do? Just slice the shit out of his face? I mean, yeah, the the, he, it probably won't look like aura when I'm done with it, but he's been cremated anyway. As long as Monarch doesn't see the body from now and the ash part, I don't think it'll be a problem. Well, that's your job. He's in your cryo tank. What do you want me to do? Blind Monarch? I mean, if he just ever wants to come into my lab, just don't let him in. Just say, it's up. sorry, it's locked off. Yeah, Obscurity. don't worry about that. I'll stop the big man with a gun getting into the room, <laughs> won't I? Are you fucking mental? <laughs> uh, well, that's absurd. When you, when you uh, phrase it like that... Mm. If, uh, you, well, if you mess Oro's face up, there's a good chance he'll mess your face up. <laughs> I, well, but, but he's being cremated anyway. I don't understand humans, Jim. There, where's the logic in that? Can I you can... just take the back part of the melon off? <laughs> <laughs> You're here, Natalie. Yeah. You're listening to me all time. I've been standing next to Jim. Jesus. I'm very tiny. I just kind of pop out. I'm... <laughs> Macabre suggestion. God, I'm like, I need to get my eyesight checked. Or well, this is a private conversation. So this is happening in the lab right now, right? Which is downstairs or in his in his. Oh, uh, oh just in the hallway. Oh, in the hallway. I so was referring to Jim though about this. Oh yeah, she was right next course. to me. She was taking notes yeah, on the <laughs> on the call. <laughs> Natalie's taking all the notes on everything that's being said right now. Right. Uh, well. Best At this point, uh, Monarch's going to come outside of the room and uh, sees him in, 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 in the hallway, right? Uh, first, uh, you know, I don't know what the hell was wrong with that kid. He's got so much, like, I, look, I know we're the same age, but it's like he's a child. Like, why does he have so many of these colorful things? I've never seen this much neon in my life. Anyway, moving on. Did you get any new information, Jim? Uh, what what what's what's the plan here? Because you know, yeah. I know I said that my schedule is a little empty, but you never know when you're going to get a gig. So time time is a ticking here. Okay, yeah, we've got a meeting tomorrow with a fixer. Where I'd appreciate you uh, coming along with me as the uh, a bit of muscle, just in case anything goes down. I'm not expecting it to. The guy's a low level dude. Uh, he would be punching well above his weight if he tried anything. But just in case, you know how it is. And sure. uh, today, I think we should head up to the the world sat office, the company that was that hired the people that killed your brother. I mean, we're not we're just looking for info, but I think Jarex is gonna stay here and just do some more work on Aura though. Oh no, no, He's... no. I'm going to be coming along with Oh, you you're coming? Oh yes, I'm already strapped and I'm gonna reveal the two rifles underneath <laughs> my arms. We're going to a corporate office, Jarex. Is this not the norm? I don't really go around to corporate offices many, many times. I mean, I've been around a few times. I, I I typically would walk around and I don't. You don't want to like reveal your gun, you know. I mean, sure. I, yeah. I mean, okay. Well, you're saying that the the, the rifles aren't the norm. That was just like, is everyone wearing guns all the time? Is it me? Is it me who's not strapped? <laughs> I don't so, think so, there's any need for the rifles, J Rex. But I've just learned how to use it. It's very fun. 
Well, <laughs> just, I would like just, to bring it. Perhaps just half the amount of rifles. Just I mean, one you, instead of the two. Snap a rifle in half, it doesn't really work. No, just one rifle. You got two of them, you moron. Ah, and you said well, you just cool. learn how to use these rifles, and you're talking about snapping them in. Just put the one rifle down, take the other one. All okay. right. Okay. Please, okay. let's just get dressed and then let's head out. I is will say a, it's pretty good. Is there a way yeah. I can wear the rifle kind of uh, um, incognito? There's actually a specific skill dedicated to that, which I'm positive you don't have, but you can still make a roll if you'd like. Sure. Uh, let's see where it is. Just concealment or? Yeah, conceal slash reveal object, which. Uh, sound... Oh, I definitely have that. Well, then you'd be good at hiding mm. an entire goddamn assault rifle on your person. I just, well, I don't want to hide it. I just want to. I'm wearing my long jacket, right? I just want to kind of strap it and put the strap it over without my jacket on and then put the jacket on. So like okay. it's on my back, but it's not revealed on my back. It's just kind yeah, of I, I and I'm I'm just going to walk around with everything because that's what I always do. All right. So roll 1d10 plus intelligence, Jerex. I am so smart. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What else? My intelligence is just a flat number. Yeah, seven. So okay, so nine. yeah, nine. Okay. That's the difficulty of somebody trying to detect it. Mm. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll have to roll. Might to, leave to it. That. I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna ask everybody. Does this? Does this stand out at all? Uh, if you're searching, do yes. you want us all to roll? Yeah, 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 you should roll, all roll. Conceal reveal object. It's an intelligence-based skill. I rolled an 18. I see it immediately. Yeah, just I don't I don't see it. I don't have that uh skill. You can still just roll an intelligence check if you'd like. It's not built into the character sheet, so you'd need to do uh slash r space one d ten plus whatever your int is. Jax, that stands out like a sore thumb. You look like you've either got a rifle-shaped humor on your back or a rifle on your back. So you're saying I shouldn't bring it to the office? Bring the so handgun, man. We all yes. see it. Seltzer, I mean, Rachel literally just rolled a one and still saw it. <laughs> we actually, all see actually, the rifle. I really actually, want to be supportive, so I'm just like, mm. Well, hold <laughs> on. Your girlfriend butt looks fat, you're like, oh. I got a couple of points here. First off, um... Alex, when you get a chance, change your display name uh, because you're still showing up as Oro in the chat. Oh, and copy that. You know, it's it's still an open wound. Uh, second, mm -hmm. you actually rolled a crit on that, and Seltzer rolled a critical failure. So, Natalie, go ahead and roll another D10 and subtract that from your results. Oh, oh, so maybe Natalie doesn't see it. Natalie oh. does not see it. And uh, Monarch gets the opposite. Monarch can roll an additional d10 and add to it. Not that it matters so, in this case, but you know. I, I mean, we're doing it for the semantics, right? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so when I do this, I do 1d10 plus plus sign and then whatever my intelligence is. Correct, except uh, this time you do that plus 10 because you rolled it. It's a critical. But yeah, go ahead it. and do... 19. 19, yeah, yeah. It's... <laughs> The two of you are like, yep, it's right there. Yep, it's right there. And Natalie's like, wow, it's where'd it go? 
<laughs> I'm like inspired. I'm like, I guess we can just bring guns, and I'm gonna actually pop back <laughs> in the room and grab my pistol. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's she's being nice. The two of us, we see it plain as day. Okay, I'll I'll leave it in my apartment. Yeah, I've bring got two handguns. of them now. Actually, did you know that? Yes. Yeah. You keep saying. You keep very saying. Very handy. Yeah. Very. Now interesting. we we do not want to shoot anybody at the world's sad office. Please. I mean, we sure? don't even. We don't even want to be seen. These are the people that just hired solos in our own building. They clearly got a fuck ton of money and a desire to have us killed. So we we want to be as incognito as possible here. Well, that's going to be a little challenging because I I've done some. Cock my gun. <laughs> uh monarch says that is going to be a little challenging i I've, I've done like one or two gigs for world set if there are any solos around i probably know them or you know like you know maybe try and shoot each other in the face a few times i don't know but uh yeah i mean i'm 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 going just like this because okay okay I've been there before. all right well my I, I can't take you all on my uh on my motorbike We'll need some other form of transportation. I've got a, got a car. car. It's not going to be super easy to fit more than me, but... Yeah, it's if... a commuter car. It's like one of those smart cars. Oh. Uh, so we do that. actually need both? Or can all of us fit in the car? You can fit one other person there. With okay. Oh. So I also need to shove someone on the back of my bike. With a broken leg? Maybe I should take Jarek's. It's mostly fixed at this point. Modern medicine is amazing. Mm. <laughs> I'll I'll roll with uh, with Natalie. It doesn't really seem mm. like she's that perceptive, and there's a probability that you know we might get shot. So I think that it's best if I stick with with this this poor thing that couldn't see the gun. I mean, how could you not see the gun, lady? <laughs> like, it was right there, plain as day. I mean, bless him. Oh boy, uh, Natalie, you know the way. I I've never been to the World Side office before, so. I'm I'm gonna follow you around. Um, and uh, just two quick questions. Uh, she did pick up body armor for her room. What would be like the head and body defense of that? I believe you have light armor jack, which is an armor value of eleven in both places. And then uh, my other concern is I did promise my car to Gina, <laughs> which I think when I pull out my keys. So uh, here's the thing. If you're going to the WorldSat office, Gina would like a word. WorldSat is blackmailing her with the information about the animals she stole from Biotechnica. Mm. If you are at the office and you happen to find the dirt that they have on her and you happen to get rid of it, that would be a good way to make good on your promise and lessen the likelihood that they're going to deploy that and then Biotechnica is going to send goons to your apartment. So, do I know this yet, or am I going to stop by Gina's and say, Gina, I know I promised you the car, and I swear I'm going to give it to you. We just, we need it for today, and, and I'm going to run to the world sad offices. We just got to do some recon, and yep. I promise this is all in the name of keeping us safe. That's when she would say, you know, Im immediately, if you're going there, I, I know you don't have a net runner with you, but if there's anything you can do to find out what they have on me, talk your way into it, steal it, I don't care. But, you know, it would go a long way. I'm pretty good at basic tech, Gina. Consider it <laughs> a quest. We're all gonna die. I have one basic tech. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm good to go. 
Oh, I'm going to grab my uh, badge as well. My work okay. badge for Continental. All right. What are the rest of you doing? Is anyone doing anything in particular um, before you depart? I would drop my rifles off, pick up my handgun, and try and make some last-minute repairs to my light armor, Jack. I have no idea how I would do that, but... That's a good question. I haven't looked at that yet. Armor. Let's see. Relation. Probably in the combat section. Let me take a look at that. Uh, while I'm looking this up, you have a few more minutes if anyone has questions, uh, research, recon, etc. Get it while the getting's good. So this office we're going to, do we know how many uh, employees they have? Entrances, exits, types of weakness. As part of my employee fire code for general contract. Uh, why don't you take a look at your skill set, see if you can find an applicable skill and come up with a creative justification for any information about this place, and I will pass that along. <clears throat> well, I do have business, and if it's the same contractor that we've been using to build our buildings, which is pretty standard, and they tend to fall apart the same way, I'm wondering if it has a similar building code and fire escape plan to my corporate office, hmm. which we have loaded onto the agents for... Insurance reasons, mostly. Mostly. Okay. Uh, I like that. I like that. What skill would you use to apply there? Uh, my business? Yeah. Or Go ahead and... Bureaucracy? Roll, either one. <laughs> uh, roll business for starters. Bureaucracy would be like trying to bureaucrat your way in. Oh. Critical. Oh. Holy crap. Okay. Download oh, my it. God. Download the internet. Yes. <laughs> Absorb the entire thing. Still got that many different contractors still functioning in the red zone. Were you wearing your business socks when you have that much business on you? Because <laughs> those business socks need to be high. Oh my she kind god! Of like polishes her badge like a little bit. <laughs> okay, here is what you know, uh, and how you happen to know. Maybe you just were at the water cooler at the exact right time. Maybe you're the only person who actually read the employee manual. There are some possibilities. So. WorldSat's office is leased out on the 13th floor of a corporate high-rise structure. The high-rise is still under construction as part of the rebuilding of the corporate ring. Uh, near, not near the Arcology area, but, but it has a lot of the same contractors as the Arcologies. Ostensibly, this site is a corporate relations and infrastructure office. So a lot of PR, a lot of logistics, a lot of planning and supply chain management and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what else you would know. You would know that because they are close enough to the combat zone, like it's, they aren't in the really nice high rises, this little office. WorldSat's based out of France. This is just their one of their regional offices, and it's not even the main regional office. It's just a little satellite office. So it's not in a great part of town, which means they probably have hired private security, either through Militech or through a company that does something similar, which means there will be heavily armed security guards on site. Standard operation, they would have security cameras with pass cards. Uh, the windows would be alarmed. The receptionist probably has a silent alarm. You, depending on your strategy for getting in, if you're just going to drop by and say, hi, we're here to check in on the people who tried to have us murdered. Depending on your exact strategy, you might have more information. But again, you know that this is just a small, like, 
it's probably no more than a couple of rooms is the office that they're leasing on the 13th floor. So and you know something about just leasing one office on a whole building is they can't control who's going up and down in this building, and they probably don't even know most of their own employees if it's this casual. So I have an idea, and I'm going to run into the room, and I'm going to grab uh, a bunch of other lanyards that I've had from various corporate Ooh. meetings, events, and uh, I'm going to say, we're not quite perfect, but hold on to these. They might come in handy, and I'm going to distribute those. Okay. <laughs> oh. And they, they say things like wrong person's name, E3 2018, and like... <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like it. Okay, so everyone has a lanyard. It's just a lanyard. There's no key pass attached to it. What are, what are some of the other uh, companies that work out of that building? Because I, I probably know somebody who works in one of them. I mean, if it's a big old building like that, I might be able to procure as a key card to be able to use the lift and just get up there, you know, legit like. Mm -hmm. Might not even have to break in or murder anyone. Ziggurat has a support, a tech support center there. Mm. They're the company that's sort of rebuilding the local city nets because the old net is dead. So they've got uh, just, just a, a office where they've got contract workers, again, not full-time, uh, answering... Somewhat answering calls, most of the tech support is automated at this point. So it's more of a few people if you absolutely have, have to talk to somebody who's a real person. And the rest are all sort of managing the pseudo AI tech support uh, mm. programs. Mm. Uh, is I, it, is can I, sorry, Josh, go ahead. Can I use my uh, local expert or something like that to see if I know anybody who, uh, who works for this IT company? Someone that I would be able to do a favor for in exchange for renting their key card. Uh, let's do this, actually. Let's use your special ability, and then, Josh, um, we'll see what that will allow you to mm. do. So your special ability, Operator, is at rank 8. Mm. Which is wild. Yeah, I beefed it up. All right, so you could make contact with the local president of Ziggurat for Night City. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Jesus, I'm thinking of myself as way too fucking small potatoes. Well, I'm a boss. I can get in touch with people. Yeah. You, you have connections. Why you're doing this little low end, it's purely because we misunderstood the rule system. Or we, <laughs> we made our characters with my hashed together version and then we got the real deal where we said, oh, wow, this is OP. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you, you, okay. can, you can get a hold of the head of Ziggurat in the area. Okay. But then I've still got to... The problem with getting in touch with the head people is that they tend to be a bit more officious. Well, that's, you know? the, that's the top of what you, you could get. Right, right. Sure, sure. Um, what Any I really want mail on a secretary or yeah, I mean what I really want is uh, one of the guys that likes to do some like net running on the side and I've hooked up with a deal in the past like something like that if it's an IT company that sets mm -hmm. up the local net they probably hire people who are kind of notorious net runners you know like the same way that security firms like to hire hackers mm -hmm. to try and just get the best people for, for headhunting Presumably some of those do some, you know, occasional dodgy stuff on the side that I might be able to uh, get in touch with. Yeah, you've got white hat hackers, black hat hackers, and then red hat hackers, right? I think that's the way that works. Okay. 
yeah, you, you could you could get a hold of somebody. Though normally you'd go through Rex just because it simplifies things, and he has not responded to you. Hmm. An annoying wiggle to the plans, but not something that I can deal with yet. But definitely something to discuss with the rest of the group. For for now, though, I'm gonna I'm gonna make uh, a direct contact with somebody from Ziggurat, so one of these people. Okay. And uh, tell them that I can uh, I'll, I'll prioritize them for some future work if they're able to uh, set up a drop somewhere in the nearby street with a key card for for one day. Okay. So you want to get into World Sat. You want a key, one key card that'll get you into world set. It'll get you in for one day in exchange for priority on a future favor. Yeah, priority jobs. I mean, there's a lot of net runners out there, but you know, next time a job comes up, it's his or hers. Okay. Why hmm. don't you... Should have hooked you up with some ranks in trading. I didn't realize how key it was, but we will improvise for the time being. Why don't you give me a persuasion check for starters? 16. 16. And this is all being handled Very electronically for the time being, right? Sure, sure. Yeah, I'm just I'm just uh getting in touch with the guy. All right, I'm just going to make a Do you want me to knock off some of my other skills and add trading if I should have had that at the beginning? No, 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 no. You're fine for the time being. Uh, if if it ends up, we'll discuss how the rule works later. And if it's something you're interested in, then you can reallocate points and find right, that. Right. Okay, let's see. Oh, you get to add your operator rank to that. Plus oh, really? Eight. Yes. Okay, plus eight. There you oh, go. Twenty-four. Well, that suddenly seems a lot better. All right, Jack Bauer. Where to go? <laughs> I just want to shoot someone in the face. <laughs> okay, so now I'm worried. Here's what he wants. If you can help hook him up with some questionable net running gear, he wants there's a new net running deck, a prototype model out there that he wants. And if you can get him hooked up with that in the midnight markets later on done deal and he'll he'll do his part up front but if you don't deliver later on he's gonna you know destroy right. your reputation as best he can does he mean hook up by providing it for free or showing where he can get it you know meet set him up with somebody who has one available set him up with somebody and put in an excellent word try to get him a discount sure yeah yeah that all sounds good that all okay. sounds good okay all right in exchange for that, which again, if you don't deliver on that, then there's going to be, uh, your reputation will be fragged later, but you can handle that in the next few days, week. Yeah. All right. So for that, you're able to get one pass card to the building. Mm. What do the rest of you have in mind? Only one pass card. I mean, we only need one in theory. The way that I'm thinking about it is like it operates the the like lifts and stuff right the elevators right but what if there's a security door which you need an individual scan and only one well then get through we go time. in with a key card and i throw it out of an upstairs window to somebody else there'll be a way around it oh that, that's really ambitious uh 
Oh, let's just go ahead and drop this key card from the 13th floor as it just, you know, delicately hovers its way down to where it's supposed to go. Not accounting for wind or anything like that that could gust the card away. Uh, okay, hmm. I, I, I would like to do a, a, a tactics check uh, because I want to see what, uh, what buildings surround it. And whether or not maybe there's like a, a construction building or something nearby that I could like post up with my assault rifle and maybe have vision on Jim in case things go sour, I could uh, maybe give him some or, or, or maybe we put Jerax there since he's such a, a great shot. I just want to have a crack <laughs> shot. I want to be able to do that True. and see if we can okay. have an actual plan rather than, you know, this, this, this bullshit, this like, oh, let's get key cards and get inside of the building. No, fuck <laughs> that. Let's shoot some people in the face, people. I don't right. think we're going to survive. What happened? I said, are we sure we want to bring Monarch on this trip? Yeah, I know. Look, I'm just trying to help you people out here because clearly someone needs to make some plans. Someone you know, needs to make some strategies. Honestly, having somebody giving you cover from the other side just as backup is not a bad idea at all. Like, mm. that's legitimately a good idea. Here's what we're going to... Especially here's how if we're you gonna... can see into the window of the world's side office. <laughs> yeah. So here's how we're going to handle this. You're going to make a tactics check and based on the result of your check, I'm going to evaluate how close you can get because it is an active the building itself is under construction but you're looking to have a vantage point where you'd have access in so make a tactics check and we'll go from there mm. please let this be good 17 okay 17 so you are able to find a spot you can probably get a vantage point on and let me just do some checks here. We're gonna have to tweak your character sheet later on as well, but for the time being, it's not a big deal. Oh, no, 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 you're fine. Actually, you're totally fine. Okay, so. Do I have any special abilities? You have auto fire. Oh, auto fire is my which, my special. Well, you you also have an ability called combat sense, which we will go over when you enter combat. Yeah, uh, which sets you apart and makes it. solos incredibly dangerous. But just having ranks in auto fire and having six ranks in shoulder arms and auto fire makes you dangerous as hell. So you're able to find post up in a place that is a hundred meters away. So it's not quite in optimal range. It's going to be a little bit of a difficult mm. shot, but you're able to get there. Can we go to a market potentially to get a scope? Yes, uh, you would need to do that at tonight, though, because you need essentially to go to one of the night markets. So mm. that would add some time to your mission if you're okay here with I, that. And there's no there's no day market. Just a double check. <laughs> Not, no. So here's the thing: exist. the you used to be able to go down to the mall and go to you know I'm Commander Shepard and this is my favorite store in the Citadel. Just pick up some weapon mods. But ever since the fourth corporate war, that's been blown to hell. If you want a scope, like a good scope for an assault rifle, you have to have mm. connections because there's no just stores where you can buy, you know, where you can exercise your Second Amendment rights or whatever. You buy from people you know who know people mm. who know people because the supply lines are done. That'll teach you to rail against your corporate overlords. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down there, Natalie. So okay, go have some slop from Continental. <laughs> So we, we're changing the timeline here. We're 
presumably doing this tomorrow. It's an option. So that you can get a scope, right? I think we should still be doing it on that day. Yeah, no, that's fine. We can go and do this. I just wanted to make sure maybe. Uh, so we can o we only have one key card. So here's I'll, I'll give you this. If. If Jim can make a really difficult check, then he could find someone to hook you up with a scope today, but it would be at a premium. I don't know how much cash I have, by the way. My character doesn't have money listed unless I'm poor. I don't think I am though, because I'd be. A, I'm. I'm. You have money in your monarch. items. There is no. some cash in Aura's room too. I don't think we touched it. I feel like somebody touched that. I touched that. Yeah. <laughs> no cash in Aura's room, which was super weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was strange. Yeah. I mean, with all Man. that RGB, he probably spent it all. You know. <laughs> Let me see if I can get Jenny uh, cash to start out with. One sec. Yeah. Because when we did the character sheet, I don't think cash. We, we You gave me items, but I didn't have cash. I've got a uh, lot of cash as well. So I'd be willing to give you a loan. Well, considering that this is about your building, you would think that it would... I mean, I don't, I don't care. I'm just... You can give it to Jerax for all I care. I'm just trying to get us into a position where we're not sending someone in there blind by themselves. You, you want a scope, you pay for a scope. Stop trying to scam me. Oh, no. Like I said, you can give the scope to your freaking, you know, he cyber shoot. buddy. He's, okay. he's half blind. He walked me? up with two guns. He seemed pretty, pretty uh, confident. I am incredibly confident in my shot. I have mm. been practicing. <laughs> when? Some time between then and now. <laughs> This morning is the only time between then and now. All right. Uh, All right. So, what, what do you want me to roll then, Joe, in order to find out if we can buy it tonight or today? It would be an operator check. Okay. An 11. That is not a good mm, operator check. Not in nah, you, you know people who know people, but none of them would be just hanging out in the city during the day with a sniper scope attachment for an assault rifle. Mm. Just doesn't happen, Monarch. Right. We could we could, okay. we could give it one more day and we could we could just chill out for today, but I feel like we should get ahead of this as quickly as possible. Sure. Uh I Jurax is gonna make some adjustments to the strategy after hearing all of this new information. Mm -hmm. It's time to put those acting skills to test that he <laughs> was born for. The role that he never fell into, but all this morning, he was practicing his best corporate arrogance impression. Oh, you haven't finished the Jefferson report? <laughs> now he like tenses up like she forgot something really quick. And <laughs> you were acting. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, and so I'm going to get into my best impression in terms of my getup. I'm going to try and dress like a suit, like a corp. Uh, someone, someone who would fit in in that kind of building environment, and I'm going to try and wear a sense and uh, a sense of arrogance over me. Uh, someone that you don't want to stop in the corridors. Okay, do you own corporate clothing? Because I don't think you actually do. Not my items, but could I go out and buy some? Yeah, that you could do. Let's see what that would run you. Because as anyone who's ever had to wear, you know, business casual or business to a job knows. This stuff can be expensive. Fashion. 
Let's see. Can be. Business wear. Pants, 500. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, Excuse me? You, you could wear cheaper. You absolutely could wear cheaper. Uh, but it's, if it's essentially going to impact the difficulty of your checks. If you wear, oh, he's wearing the right pants, the right clothes, the right tie, the right everything, you're going to fit in. It'll be a lot easier. If you're wearing, you know, cheaper stuff, it will impact your ability to put this disguise together. I gonna... $500 for while some trousers. While Jarex is looking for business trousers, I'm going to look for a janitor's boiler suit. There we go. <laughs> okay. So you just wear what you're wearing then, right? Sure, basically. <laughs> I mean, uh, I have a bare chest. I assume that would have to be Why don't we send up. Natalie inside of the building? I think we should be sending all three of us inside the building. I mean, that's fine. I'm, I'm, a, I'm perfectly okay doing that. I just wanted to see, like, if we go, maybe someone through the legitimate means, uh, I don't think people are going to be assuming the nice corporate girl here uh they're not going to be paying much attention to her she's not going to be causing much of a distraction whereas i think you and i if we rolled up there we would be i would you know oh well you're gonna be building covering us right what about this what about dr robotic over there is I'm he coming working or? on it i'm working on it He's... all right fine so then i'll take the building over to the side i just have I, i'm just a little worried about sending you guys in there by yourself knowing that the last time you did this my brother died if shit goes wrong we'll stand next to the windows all right fair enough and anyway this is world set not something as competent as continental so as long as you just look important and like you know what you're doing they'll Probably just let you walk by. Hmm. I say what do they specialize in? They are a telecom. global telecom company. They uh, used to own a lot of the satellites. Again, the whole plan was they were supposed to be putting up a relay tower. That's the uh, the story about why they wanted to knock down your property. Mm -hmm. So I think let's just roll out. Let's just uh, I'll take the building across the street, about a hundred meters out. Correct. That's that's how far out I mm -hmm. am. I have no scope, though. Uh, as long as you have 360, no you're good. <laughs> well, is there a ladder nearby so I can, like, YY ladder stall off of it and then quick scope? Is that, like, a possibility? Is that a thing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forget, Josh. You know nothing. I don't. <laughs> Of Call of Duty slang. <laughs> why, why ladder store? Why, would why? I, like you hit why, why, and then whatever. It's how, how much? How much would it take me back to wear some, you know, some, some, some shoes, mm -hmm. some chinos, uh, and a nice button down that I would wear like a nice Christian boy. All right. So, do, 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 do. generic chic. The pants would cost twenty, and the footwear would cost twenty. Business wear pants and shoes. Oh, those shoes are expensive. Uh, basically, you, you can spend anywhere. Just tell me how much you're willing to spend. I'll tell you where it falls on the chart. Anywhere between 20 and 1,000 on shoes. Actually, on any of these things. They all run from 20 to 1,000 with like 10 different styles. 
That's why mm. you guys live here. So <laughs> corporate bodyguards, what would they wear? Like if I were a very important business person who required mm -hmm. muscle. Hmm, that's a good question. Mm. Uh you would probably wear like generic chic, I would say. Which is definitely a lot cheaper. It depends on sort of what they demand of their folks. But or you just wear your like your body armor on the outside with some basic clothes underneath to say, hey, you know. Are you looking for more of a Secret Service look or for a don't screw with me, we hired Militech look? Well, I already have... Sorry to interrupt. The, the, I've already got the sunglasses. Mm -hmm. I've got the cybernetic arms, which should go away. Mm -hmm. I've got the cargo pants, the military boots. I'm one step away at this point from looking like... I mean, I think I ditched a lab coat and I put on... I don't know what... What does what what the Secret Service wear? Polo shirts? That's like a thing, right? Well, Secret Service yeah. wears like tuxedos. They're the MIB, basically. Yeah. Oh, well. They wear nice stuff. I mean, all that. Yeah, but when I'm a corporate ambassador from Continental to uh, oh. that, and I just have brought some muscle because I'm traveling in the red zone, and mm -hmm. well, maybe, Jim, if, if I could borrow the pass that's definitely going to work, then I'll just tell them you're with me. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds like it'll work. Whatever happened to that young, what was his name? Xavier's body. Did we leave it on the roof? Nobody has specified what has been done with Xavier's body. Oh, bollocks. I thought you were handling that. You're the what do you mean you thought I was handling that? I'm well, you a... fucking killed him. No, I did not. I saved him. It was Gina that killed him. He is dead now, so you didn't save him very well. <laughs> Well, I mean, I tried my best. There's only so much you can do. You can't really hold yourself accountable too much in this kind of line of work, otherwise, well, you just won't be in it for long. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go and check on the body mm -hmm. for no particular reason. I'm going to go and try and see if the clothes are okay. And it doesn't <laughs> smell great. Yeah, I might need to give it a wash. And it got shotgunned was the kill <laughs> blow. Um, so it is Was it a headshot? <laughs> It was not a headshot. It was a body shot. Mm. Meaning that, you know, with a, the right over stuff, you could cover the, the damage. It would need to be cleaned a little bit. What, what, what armor does he have on? Let's see. Do, do, do. He had a light armor, I think. He was wearing Kevlar, which is not oh. as good as an armor jack, as a light armor jacket. What's the body on it? Seven. It's seven, no, it's seven armor. mine currently. Yeah. Okay. Correct. But um, you can assume he was wearing some, uh, you know, pants and clothes and stuff. He was wearing a Militech mercenary outfit. Yeah, I mean, how much, how much, uh, would I be able to, like, wash it and get it ready in time? Yeah, I'd be fine with that. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to do that then. Great. Uh, while you're at it, you notice he's got cy cyber optics and cyber audio. Well, I'm taking you down to the lab. <laughs> I'm going to oh drag him down to my lab and put him in a tank. harvester, dude. That's all you are. <laughs> I mean, where do you think a supply line comes from? It's not like you can get Amazon like, to why? deliver this stuff. Why didn't I think to check this body? There's another one in the street, isn't there? Not anymore, there isn't. Fuck. <laughs> money, just money. Evaporated. Already off to the body bank. All right, so you have a Militech outfit that you can, you know, do some scrubbing. So you, you, you know, rest in peace, Xavier. Let me take your clothes and stick you in the freezer. And then, you know, just... <laughs> well, he had a name. <laughs> yep. Clean that out and we'll be good to go. Okay. Wonderful. So, uh, what was I doing? I was taking a look at Monarch to see what sort of gear he had. 
Uh, yeah, I have uh, leisure wear, so just some casual stuff. And uh, although I do have two pairs of pants, which that's actually exciting. Uh, and then, you're in a good place in life, you know? Yeah, I'm feeling good about myself. You've encountered some situation before that you now roll with two pairs of pants. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you just been there. You have to. I, 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 I happen to quite like the you know the what is now being passed for uh, mexican food these days uh enjoy myself a good uh jaco it's like a kind of taco but not really it's from this uh, company called yako bell uh, it's, mm -hmm. they also do manufacture uh condoms too but that's a story for another day so anyway uh let's hey they sell condoms at fast food places now you never know when you, you never know when you got to throw down uh let's see here uh so yeah i got an assault rifle very very heavy pistol uh leisure wear uh, um armor you know like a armor jack uh that's about it all right i was checking to see if you had any cyber optics that would let you see in the dark uh which you don't but that's not going to be an issue all right so you're going to take xavier's body down to extract later and you're going to take his Militech gear. So you're mm -hmm. going to go in with the disguise. Jim Fingers is just basically doing a bare modification on his stuff to disguise himself as a janitor. Natalie has the pass card and is going to go in to BS her way in somehow. And Monarch is going to be cross court with covering fire. Do I have this right? Yep. Yes. Okay. Am I missing <sighs> yeah. any important elements to the plan? What is our plan? We're, so we're gonna go in. Yeah, this we're whole gonna time. Try and, <laughs> gonna, I didn't know what our plan was. We're going into the world side office. Uh -huh. We're gonna look for any kind of data that they would be using to blackmail Gina. We're okay. gonna look for any plans that they have to build out a, a satellite position, uh, a, a satellite tower at our apartment, uh -huh. and we're gonna try and find the exact person who called the hit on us so we can exact a little bit of revenge or at least that's my part of the plan oh and we need to figure out the expense code and the project lines that appeared in several of the reports if i could just access yeah. the pictures for a bit okay as, as much information as possible and natalie is the per person to gather it so we may need to distract people we may need to activate fire alarms we may something but we need natalie sat down at a computer at some point okay okay and okay. if anything goes poorly you have to get to the window because if you don't <laughs> get them to the window yeah get them to the window just you i need to get vision on you at some point in time in order to protect you otherwise i will not be able to make it across the street up the elevator i won't be able to get there so i'm disconnected oh my god i don't like this plan <laughs> okay i i can probably make this plan a little bit better we're going to go to a break in a moment we're going to take let's say you know just over three minutes because that's how long the new video is uh but before we make that plan i would like josh to roll an operator check real quick real quick 17 great now I'd like you to roll, roll a haggling check, which is going to be your persuasion plus operator. Ah. Just roll up. Uh, okay. A 29. 29. Okay. 
You weren't able to come up with a scope on short notice, but there was another piece of equipment that you were able to get a hold of. It's, uh, it's not as directly killing people related, but it does have a lot of breaking and entering possibilities, which is why you had to hook it up. Who's interested in buying a grapple gun? A grapple gun? Mm-hmm. I have never contemplated such a purchase. I think that's Jerax's. Oh, sounds well, like unless Monarch uh, is after it, actually. That sounds like someone I would use. You got a Jarek's huge has the roll, so I'm going to say he though. has two available. Jerax's arms don't, you know, he doesn't have the grapple gun installed in his arms yet. So. Right. How much, uh, how much is it? Well, normally. I mean, if you have two available, I would give one to Jerax and one to Monarch, surely. Under normal circumstances, it costs 100, but you made an excellent. Let's see. Do, 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 do. This is it, guys. Okay. Actually, I'm going to give you two <laughs> different options. One, you could get 10% off. Or there's a special buy five, get one free deal. What the grapple guns? Wait a minute. That actually could be a really good idea. Are they one use kind of things? I uh, don't believe so. I think that's a great idea. So wait, so buy five, get one free. The fuck would I do with six grapple guns? If we have to bail, we can we can <laughs> Yeah. You can jump six. out the window. We'd be, we'd be able to if we have to get out, we could jump the window and grapple out. All I'm thinking about, Natalie, is the fact that you're about to go into the place where they just tried to kill you. And I will not be in a position to be able to help you out in an effective manner. And it is because of that, that in case something goes wrong, we have to have an escape plan. If there's one thing I've learned in my years of shooting people in multiple faces, (laughs) in a lot of different angles, angular face shooting, is that if there's an opportunity, they will kill you. And you have to get out of there or else you will end up like Oro. I'm I'm definitely going to take the buy five, get one free, because I can just sell them on later, possibly even make a profit out of it, because I'm that good. As for what will you, would what would you do with six, that's not the guy's problem. It's just he's got, you know, a hookup on some extra supplies. Okay, so that's going to cost 500 eddies. Who's fronting that? Okay, I would front that. Okay, you now have six grapple guns. They <laughs> fire out to a range of 30 meters. Hmm huge what, what kind of force do they have could that puncture somebody no specifically ineffective as a weapon cannot be used to make the grab action thank mm. you for letting me know that now <laughs> yes that is uh, okay that's a good question all right but these are presumably fairly large right one hand are they like oh really okay well then i would certainly give i'm gonna give two to uh to monarch because lord knows he might need him to Spider-Man his way in. Two? Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't be jealous, Jerax. We have six of them. <laughs> I'm not jealous. I'm just wondering. You can have two as well. How many, them better I than you hit the right. I don't need a... I need one grapple hook. Right. Well, you can have one then. Thank you. Well, I'll dual wield grapple hooks gladly. Thank you very much, Jim. I think this was a really good plan and good foresight. And also I get to swoop in like that old Natalie, comic book batman yes okay i give <laughs> natalie one as well and i'm going to conceal mine on my person okay roll a conceal objects check and then when you've done that 14 total right 
Yep, 14. All right, excellent. So we're going to take a three and a half minute break. And then when we come back, we're going to do the, is it a raid? Is it a stealth op? Is it a firefight? Who knows? The op on the World Sod Office. Stay tuned. Welcome back from the break, everybody. In case you're just joining us, we've been plotting a hit on the WorldSat office. All the pieces are in place, probably. The plane is going to go out without a hitch? Certainly. Everybody has grapple guns. We've got disguises. We've got, uh, you know, security cards. We've got a sniper in a tree over on the other side of the street. It's not a tree, but it sounded cool that way. I don't know if you guys have a plan, but you definitely have, you know, something. Um, yeah. Well, our positioning is good, but we have no plan. Nat Natalie would know from the information gathering, though, the general blueprint if there would be a data center where a PC would be. We know what the target is, right? Mm -hmm. Just from that alone, yes. we know where we're, what we're trying to find, like a data center of some now, sort. Now, keep in mind, you are not a net runner, and the the security pass you got gets you in the building. It does not grant you access to the mother database. So mm -hmm. you may need to do some social engineering in order to get the information that you seek. Nothing a gun can't fix. That's a form of social engineering. <laughs> true, true. Is anyone here particularly skilled with networks? <sighs> Uh, well, oh, wait a minute. I okay. This is like a long shot. So <laughs> you, I, I, I need to know whether or not this is even possible. Channel but, the spirit of Bren. Channel the spirit. Yeah, of this is this is Bren channeling through and through. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oro had two brothers. One was Leo, who is Monarch, and he's a solo, and the other one was Sergio, who's a net runner. Would it be possible to call Sergio to just see if he can get into the WorldSat mainframe to grab the info we need? So here's the thing about net running in the world of Cyberpunk Red. Because everything is so segmented, because the net is dead, you cannot hack a system unless you are on site. So he would have to come with you on this run. And given that Mama just lost one son already. And he's the youngest. Yeah. So down the line, bringing him on ops could be in the picture, but not mm. right now. Not until, at least until, you know, one of her babies is buried. All right. Well, I tried. Mom said no, guys. Uh, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, uh, Mama still has control, even though I am uh, kind of a murdering psychopath but you know i love my mama so i respect what she says that said no we don't have any way to be able to access the net from inside but again ostensibly the people inside will be able to access the net when i originally pitched this campaign i said oh it's not going to be combat don't you worry and then kill the character immediately i had in mind that you might not have every role covered and if that's mm. the case every role has a way to solve problems it's just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We can we can try and get the information out of them. We can try and spy on them while they're accessing certain information. We can try putting a gun to their heads and making them tell us the information. We can try luring them to the window and having Monarch just kill them all. And then we, I don't know how we would <laughs> do it from there, but we'd figure it out. The, uh, 
Okay, before we run into this, because we're about presumably we're very close to jumping in. Yeah, as soon as you guys know, give me the go, I want to go. So I want to know my lanyard. What does my lanyard say? My name. What is the character I'm playing? It says Natalie Smith. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys are gonna get shot. Yeah, it's do all of our lanyards say Natalie? Yeah, they're her lanyards. I was planning on just turning mine around. Uh, Jim, you have my boss's lanyard, which is uh, Chris Christoffen. Mm. Uh, whatever it's worth. Mm. We didn't get our... You mean Chris Christofferson? The uh, villain from Blade? No? No one knows that reference? Shit. Okay, I'm going to just swing my lanyards the other way around. Okay. I'm good to go. I'm ready to go. Man, strap. Scratch it off or you get creative. <sighs> hey, let's, let, let's swap. Let's swap. I'm just a janitor. No one's going to check my credentials anyway. Good point. Okay. Give me that. So Chris Christopher. That's yes. my name. Okay. That's Getting into character. But you're my bodyguard, not my boss. That's right. I am like a panther. Well, at the moment as well, I'm attempting to, uh, to smudge over the Ali so that it just says Nat Smith. So that okay. I can maybe get away with being called Nat. Man. I overheard Brent just say, uh, or sorry, I overheard Jerax just say, are you, are you, do you think you're a panther, Jerax? You know, men of the gun. Fair. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm quite familiar. Uh, men of the gun. What do you think you're going to go in there and they, accomplish? They slink around. They don't move like average people. Me and you, Monarch, we're panthers. That is the most erotic way anyone has ever referred to hit men <laughs> my, 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 everything's <laughs> falling apart over here just... <laughs> the slinky men of the gun uh <laughs> all right okay jim fingers Everyone... roll forgery check real quick just to resolve the the, the smudging 12 it's a smudge <laughs> okay <laughs> Yeah, but basically my, 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 I, I'm going to basically, you know how people do like, like security, they walk in and they're always observing the surroundings. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Always just checking everything. Always suspicious, you know, upright spine, kind of like always ready to pull out the gun. Posture Quite uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hold on. That's the, the, the kind of disguise that I'm putting on here. Before we go, I can't believe we didn't think about this. How are we going to communicate? Agents? No. How, are we going to be able to go over? We're, we're breaking into a telecom company, and then we're going to use our devices that are attached to the telecom corporations to then communicate when we infiltrate a telecom company. Does no one else see how this makes zero sense? We'll just, we know what the plan is. We'll do it live. Yeah, I like that plan. Let's go. Yeah, just go. Let's just go. <laughs> Let's just, just go. I, I, I'm fine. <laughs> he does bring up a good point, though. How are we going to signal if we need him to shoot? All just, right. Uh, burner phones are gonna 50 do. each. Just saying. What was that? A burner phone is 50. A radio communicator is 100. What if I flash my tiny cell phone mirror through the window at you? That's free. All right, here's what we're going to do. In case something goes wrong, 
just flash the phone once because if you flash too many times, they're going to know that you're trying to signal someone. So just flash the phone once through the window. I will see the glare and then just be ready because I'm shooting. <laughs> Get down! Oh, okay, Lordy. cool. That's the signal for sure. Any accidental flash through a window <laughs> equals Monarch lighting up the building. No, I'm going to be keeping track. I, I okay, listen. Okay. Okay. I know what I'm doing. I'm a trained professional. Okay. Uh, yeah, I believe you. So okay. somebody yeah. hops on the back of the motorcycle. Somebody hops in the smart car. You cross towards the corporate ring, getting a little further away. Actually, actually, yeah, you'd be inside the corporate ring, really, close to the red zone. You head towards the corporate ring outwards, towards one of the under construction areas. There's a lot of security around, again, to keep this place safe because it's a nicer neighborhood than yours, but that's not saying a whole lot. Skyscrapers connected to each other with bridges are rising up the upper level, still skeletal rib cages reaching towards the bloody red sky as you pull into this area. It will not be difficult. We already established with that tactics check that, um, does that say Oro on you? On oh, my character? Yeah. Uh, on the no. screen? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, on your frame. I'm going to fix that. Yeah, yeah. That, that's wrong. Or yeah, it's been doing dead. that for a while. There have been some tilted people, uh, yeah. but it's it's fine. Don't worry about it. Wait, Oro's with us in spirit. Okay, I don't see the setting. The the I don't see your character. No, no, no. It's on this stream. Don't worry about it. Oh, yeah. He's super dead. Um. All right. We'll t we'll rub it in. <laughs> we'll fix that. All right. So you are able to get into position. We're going to focus on this for the time being, and then we will get to that. So. Ooh. Here is are some of our characters in the uh and I'm gonna go ahead and grant access so that we can see Monarch across the way. Monarch, can you see anything right now? Uh well I'm I am across the street and I have I, I just see the entranceway. Uh that's all I have right now like if i'm assuming this is an entranceway like some kind of lobby or an office is this an office mm, give me one sec i gotta play some some music get in the groove here shoot some when, I say when i was driving you over there in my one and a half person size car i i drove pretty good yeah, not yeah. bad. Uh, make a driving check. Well, I hope I did not speak too soon. Ah. <laughs> oh, no, you drove pretty good. It was not entirely uncomfortable, despite the fact that one of my ass cheeks was hanging off of the side. So it works. <laughs> All right, so... Monarch, I don't have another building on this map across the way. Just know that from anywhere along this line, uh -huh. it's, a, it's 100 meters. You can kind of see through here. You can kind of see through here. This is a large office. And okay. this appears to be a conference room of some kind. Feel free to move yourself up and down the street. Please don't move more than, you know, don't step t away from the edge. 
but along this edge feel free to move up and down to represent the fact that you are scouting out the area okay all right well i, I would have already had gotten gotten mm. a look at what was going on so mm. i would have positioned myself in the optimal place this is the window uh, am i correct in understanding this is the window these three blocks here correct i don't know if i could highlight in there's in the, a, okay you're in a city east of us yes he is to the east so so okay. this this is the, the rest window. of you as you step out of the elevator yeah this is a window right here this is a window right here and this is a window right here cool now this right here i'm gonna go ahead and close this off but i want you to know this represents a security door that leads to just other office buildings so on and so forth mm. Natalie's pass can open it, and if you go out into this area, you're basically out of the zone. There is a door here. There is a door here. There is a door here. As you step out onto this floor, you had to use your badge in order to get here. Okay, and we're on the first floor, or are we on the 13th floor now? You are now up on the 13th floor. There is a security, there is a receptionist right here asking for you to check in. Hey, good to see you. Hi, we're just here for a quick visit and I give her my pass is going to work, right? I have ultimate confidence. Yeah, it should work. Cool. <clears throat> it's Natalie. I'm, I'm here for the 230. I'm Sorry. looking mean. <laughs> I'm looking mean. How mean are you looking? Like a panther. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm eyeing up stuff. What do you want roll me to roll? What, what, roll what, mean uh, looking like a panther. Yeah, well, well, you tell me. What skill are you going to use to look acting. like a panther? All right, let's do acting. <laughs> but I rolled a one. You, you are looking like Salem the cat from Teenage, from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> it's my first Militech gig. I am just going to wander past, you know, just kind of head mm. down, just wandering along with my mop. Just, uh, just me and my mop. One, and I'm gonna just wander down the corridor past them as they are, uh, as they're dealing with the receptionist. And okay. I'm going to, when he does this, spill my entire purse on the desk. All right, let's roll for initiative simply because order of operations could matter here. Go ahead and click on your mm -hmm. character and then click on the initiative button on your character and sheet. And I also have uh, the Sandivision Speedwear. Does that allow for? better initiative for myself. I would save that for when combat actually happens, but yes, it does. Basically, for a limited number of rounds, you can activate it. So if, combat, it. Okay. if, if combat goes off, I'm giving it to you. I thought that was like some other thing. Okay. Sounds good. 11. Okay. This is intense. Yeah, probably need something a little less intense, but we'll do this for now. Or oh, the music's intense? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with it, dude. Okay. <laughs> I'm prepared. <laughs> so we're, we're going to start on the outside. Monarch, uh, you are in position and you do not have comms to the party, right? So you have established the following. There is a person working in this office right here. Do you have any sort of means to zoom in on your person? Binoculars... Uh, cyber optics that would help, etc. No, no, uh, okay. no, I, I, not that I could see. Damn it, I could have gone for some binoculars. Shit. 
right. Uh, yeah, nothing. All right. Give me a perception check anyways. Perception. 27. 27. Holy crap. All right. You have an excellent viewpoint on this individual. He is, he's got some cyberware. His hair is either, it's either cybernetic or it's just incredibly styled straight up. He's wearing very fashionable clothes. He's just sort of feeling where he is. I wonder if I can. Is he doing anything? Is he? Okay. Got the sheer willpower look. He's working at a. Okay. No, he just, he appears to be working. He's taking meetings. He's got a little hollow screen up in front of him. Okay, he's just working. Just yeah. normal working mm-hmm. stuff. All right, cool, yeah. cool, cool. Nothing big. Okay. Uh is there a is there a damage or, or is like an accuracy bonus for going prone? There is not, but I believe there is an aim action. Okay. Cause I'm assuming I'm in a building that is, you know, like an old construction building or something like that that's empty. So I just want to be able to get into a position where obviously you can't really see me. Uh, but I am prone and just and just keeping an eye on on this target with my assault rifle with no scope because Jim's a cheap bastard. Okay, so you're just gonna train. You're just gonna keep it trained on him. Yeah, for right now, I'm just gonna keep it trained on him. Uh, and just wait, wait for the cue, wait for the mark. Okay, Jim, you said that you were just gonna wander past while Natalie spills her purse all over the place while Jarax looks yeah. like a cute little kitten. <laughs> yeah, like a cute kitten. Okay, so Natalie, we're gonna resolve your bit first. Let's do it. What is roll to spill your stuff on the purse? Oh, uh, that's an easy one. That is definitely. Uh... If we don't have, if we <laughs> don't have easy. a good roll for it, then we'll just, we'll probably just you know say it's gonna make. Uh, well, Jim's I'm doing it kind of sneakily. Like I don't want to make mm-hmm. it seem like I'm dumping it. So I guess I would be a stealth move. Yeah, give me a stealth move. Which is not a great move for me. <laughs> but I mean, this, this isn't really your forte. Okay, you got a 15. We're going to call... Go ahead. Did you say hold on? No, I said, but I'm on it today. All right. And <laughs> Jim, you're just walking past, right? Yeah, like a janitor would. I mean, I got to this floor. My job is to clean the floor. Just walking in. I don't have to check in. I'm the fucking janitor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Risky. Is it? Right, we're you're gonna, just okay. We're gonna say that she's distracted long enough by the stuff being spilled, and the receptionist is wearing a really, really sharp getup. And Natalie, roll per, roll perception and roll human perception. And Jarax, I'll let you do the same as well. Mm-hmm. I roll both. Yeah, both of you roll both. Twenty and a seventeen. Okay, and then Jarex, let me know what you get. 19 and a craze. Excellent. Okay. She, uh, both of you notice, though we had the better perception on Natalie. So Natalie, you notice uh, all sorts of study materials sort of 
not scattered around because that's a bad look, but this isn't exactly a public office. You're not supposed to have people coming through here. If they're going to have a meeting with you, they're going to come to you most of the time. So she's studying uh, accounting and essentially going for her far future, dark future MBA. And Jerex, you notice that when this happens, she's pretty irritated by having all this stuff spilled all over the place. Uh, mm. She's generally dissatisfied. And just with that huge result you got, you immediately get to read that she's very ambitious. This is somebody who mm. is looking to move up from here. Move, move up and move on. Um, I don't know how I would relay that, relay that information. Let's see. Well, I just noticed the part that I've kind of pissed her off and I've got a lot of my stuff in her way, right? Mm -hmm. But this also allowed Jim to sneak past. Hmm. Um, well, my reaction is a big like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I've been so stressed out today. I just need to get to this meeting and I'm just going to start picking everything up off her desk and try and keep an eye on her face and be really like, I'm so sorry. But if she looks away, I'm just going to grab whatever is nearest and put it also in the purse. <laughs> You're just going to start stealing her <laughs> stuff. A USB drive or like a any oh sort God. of flotsam, mm. corporate flotsam and jetsam. Interesting. I like it. Uh, would I know, Joe, mm -hmm. who, hmm, if she's, if, if this uh, receptionist is a savvy person trying to work their way up the corporate ladder, they would be pretty aware of a lot of big names in the corporate world, per se, maybe some executives in some other positions. And I, one of them owes me a favor, so I would know one of them by name, wouldn't I? That's true. That's in your backstory. Yeah. Um... You got a name for me? Just that. Uh, you got a name for me? <laughs> sure. Well played. Well played. Uh, let's go with Gareth Stonewall. <laughs> what the hell? There was this That's period. Fantasy. So there no, was this it, period. Let me Cherith. Cherith. I like Cherith. <laughs> Why Cherith? No, it's my it's my executive that owes me a favor. I think Cherith just sounds funny. Gareth. <laughs> Stormwall. Stormwall? Yes. Not even Stormwall? You can't you can't even no, give like Storm. Storm. There was Storm with an N. There was a period uh around the turn of the century where a lot of kids were named after fantasy characters from various books and MMOs and stuff. And shortly thereafter, mm -hmm. uh kids, you know, it, it became a problem. So they, they would just change one letter to make it look like a real name in order to blend in and try to guarantee their kids' success. It was after the MMO wars that were part of the first corporate war. <laughs> Something about uh, subscriptions and app rates and who had access to what mobile market. It was weird. <laughs> it was an epic confrontation, to be sure. All right. So, let's... Uh, so, uh, as this entire thing's going on, mm -hmm. presumably the receptionist is quite uh, pissed off and saying something i'm going to attempt to whisper but not whisper i'm gonna i'm going to whisper loud enough for her to overhear and say please remember to uh, hurry this up we have an appointment at 3 uh, 30 with gareth stonewall okay gareth stonewall he's practicing his stage whisper all right 
let's do this in order because I know Natalie's trying to steal some creds and Jarax is stormwalling and let's so but let's resolve this in order. Jim, you have managed to walk past. What would you like to do? Um I am going to look for a maintenance closet. Okay. Um you know, somewhere where janitor's stuff would usually be and failing that a bathroom i'm looking for things that aren't offices to try and just walk down the corridor with you know some kind of purpose looking at all of the doors and what they are for if they've okay. got any kind of indication on them this and this are bathrooms hmm. if you move you can see more and maybe you'll have a better idea you can see this this is an office this is definitely an office of some kind but you can't really see much more from there. So you can move up to your speed, up to your move, which is four squares. Okay, well, we're going to move four squares then. Uh, we are going to move uh, one, two, three, four. And I see a bunch more doors. Yep. Big office, fancy office, nice office. This door is locked. And it probably, you know, when you're walking through a corporate area and there's just like a huge room of cubicles and stuff, but it's behind a security door. Mm. Uh, that's what this is. This this obviously leads into a work area for a lot of people, but it is locked. And this down the way might be a maintenance closet of some kind. And this is a conference room. And this is sealed uh. security doors, even though it looks open. That just lead to other corridors and other tenants sure okay i'm all good then all right natalie you are going to try to steal some stuff she <laughs> is distracted you but you aided jerax now jerax name dropping is going to aid you so we're going to let him go first to make a complimentary skill check in order to give you a boost on this okay why don't we call this a conversation check conversation is which is better conversation or acting for you conversation definitely oh well yeah conversation yeah go ahead and make a all right 16 16 that does manage to catch her attention giving natalie a moment to sweep the desk and try to snatch something let's see here what do you have that would be applicable uh there's no straight up like dex, right? There is. Why don't you roll deduction? Hmm. Well, to quickly try. ascertain what is most valuable. 17. Okay. You think you might have a, a data chip that's been left lying around. It's it's it was probably under her keyboard before her keyboard got bumped, which puts it in prime territory. Roll stealth at plus one. 12 okay. plus one is 13, and I would like to use three of my luck. Okay, so a 15. 15. Excellent. So that I didn't put the plus one on there. So That's fine. No, we 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 got that. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. You quickly scoop it up and it goes back in your purse along with everything else and she does not seem to notice as her eyes glance up for a moment at the mention of Mr. Stornwall. Uh what company does Mr. Stornwall work for? 
Garrett. Good question. Um, an executive that owes me a favor. Powerful executive that owes me a favor. Um, if you don't have the name of a corp, you could just tell me the sort of, you know, give me some specifications. Samurai doesn't exist, though, do they? Samurai is a is a band. That's a band. You want Arasaka? Uh, <laughs> Arasaka. Yeah. Arasaka is not allowed to operate. They're the not allowed US. to operate, are they? Yeah. After the fourth corporate war. That'll be a weird person to have a meeting with. Mm. And also potentially very powerful. But no, that wouldn't make any sense. Um Let's what hmm. Biotechnica, Petrochem, Continental, Ziggurat is the internet company. Uh there's a big let's see. Could be Continental. I think it should be Continental. That'd be one of my bosses. ROA, Rockland Augmentics. They do a lot of cyberware stuff. You would definitely oh, yeah, let's know go about with them. them. Okay. They're, yeah. yeah. Alright, excellent. So Gareth Stornwall is a member of Rockland Augmentics. Go. A very big company. They like to hire, you know, they like to pay a lot of money to hire to poach talent from other companies as well. So that'll work nicely. Great. Natalie, you have acquired the data chip. That'll be it for you. Jerex, you are name dropping. Are you moving at all or are you staying glued to Natalie for the time being? I'm I'm definitely gonna be uh like sort of posting up around here and then just putting my back to them and just looking around with my arms to my like kind of in front of me like a security guard would. Like the bouncer, you know the bouncer meme where he's yeah. like mm, yeah, just kinda of yes. looking around. Tell me your opinions on anime and I'll let you into this room. Uh <laughs> Natalie the receptionist is asking, who is your meeting with? Uh, can I see anything on her desk? Do I have any indication <laughs> of who would be a higher up here? Well, because if I don't, it's going to be Todd. That seems to be the only big name on the list at the moment. Well, at least I know a lot about him, so I can bullshit this. Oh, I'm here to see Mr. Miller. Oh, my. Mm. It's going to be a quick meeting, though, so don't right. worry about punching anything in. I've already texted him. He should be ready. Seem to see you on his schedule, and he's, he's mm. very particular about these things and circumstances. Could you just go ahead and take a seat there and, and wait for a moment? We'll have him notified. I'll just text him and have him come out here or listen girl it's gonna be a lot of yelling so can you just put us in a private meeting room and give us five minutes and i want to appeal to uh her humanity here mm, i like that i like that a lot look at natalie oh boy roll conversation for me Natalie has watched a lot of CSI, I want to stress. Like she's got like an idea in her head and is so far playing out. Not bad. All right, she'll press a couple of buttons on her on her system. I've secured the executive conference room. Be down the hall to the right, last door on the left. And uh, I've enabled the dampener, just in case. I put my hand over hers and I'm like, you are a lifesaver and... I look around her desk a little obviously. I'm going to put in a good word for you with Gareth. I think he could definitely use someone as competent as you. All right. Boom. 
she lights up a little bit but tries very hard to you know maintain the professional world sat presence uh and as she said she's basically unlocked the door for you and gives you directions down the hallway monarch <laughs> Oh, it's a very dramatic come along for you. <laughs> <laughs> come, Jeeves. Monarch, you see the uh in, the individual in the office looks down. Roll roll perception, because you're way the hell out there. Okay. Eighteen. Alright. Something pops up on his screen, glances at it, keeps doing his thing. No word from anybody yet. You are still in the dark. What uh, side of the building is Monarch looking at? Monarch I is not. over here. I can't see the... Is he looking at northeast, south, or west of the building? He is east of the uh, building looking in. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right, cool. Uh... Well, there's not really much I could do. I'm waiting on a queue, right? So I'm just going to continue to chill out here uh, and be just a good soldier. Right. Jim, like we said, there is a maintenance cupboard at the end of the hallway. Your man's going to the maintenance cupboard. All right. It is locked. <laughs> well, good job I'm... Uh... Got my old breaking and entering kit that I always keep with me. There is a security camera directly over in this corner right here. Okay. Well, it's a good job I'm the janitor and people won't mind me fucking with the security cameras. <laughs> I am going to... Uh, uh, Do you know what a janitor's job is? Because uh, fucking I'm a general security maintenance guy, all right? Oh! Oh, right. you're a general maintenance guy. Okay, I mean, are okay. they going to ask? This is no, some Hitman I, shit. You I got mean, a barcode tattooed on the back of your neck? I mean, you look uh, like Hitman. He's got the so hairstyle make... down. Uh, okay, so the maintenance cupboard is locked. Uh, so we've got a couple of options here. I could ask the receptionist for the keys. Ooh. They've already worked the receptionist a bit. Yeah, I'm going to... I'm going to go back to the receptionist. I'm going to pull out my keys, hmm. like my own personal keys. And I'm going to put them in a pocket with a bunch of loose change um, so that they jangle a lot more than usual. So it sounds like I have a fuck ton of keys, you know, like hmm. a proper janitor would. I'm going to leave my mop behind because... What, what, what have I got a mop for? I'm just going to put that in the corner of the, you know, the corner by the maintenance closet. And I'm going to wander over to the receptionist and, and say, uh, Hey, darling, I've, I've uh, I just come up uh, from from the uh, ziggurat guys. They, I, I'm on a rotation up to here, but the keys from down there don't work up here. And I'm going to pat the pat my pockets and say, I, I, I would go all the way downstairs, but it's a, it's a bit of a long road. Have you got a spare key? I can get to work immediately. Give me a persuasion check with a penalty. Minus two. Ooh. Twenty. Damn. All right, darling. Let me see what I've got lying <laughs> around. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. 
gives you an uh, exasperated look, but passes over the maintenance key. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Now, I was also told that the cameras are flickering. You heard anything about that? Do you know which ones it was? He presses a button and brings up all the security cameras on her monitor. Do, do you mind if I just pop around and take a look? And I'm going to crane my neck over the over it, the thing. Yeah, it's less that she lets you and more that she's resigned and doesn't stop you as you take a look around. Sure. This is wonderful for me, so I now know where all the cameras are. Oh, you you know what? Actually, um, on that note, I should probably give you some sort of vision here. Oh, have, very good. I don't have a great... Uh... It's going to take me a moment, but... I'm going to... I'm gonna make some conversation with her in the meanwhile while she's pulling it up. Oh, are you uh you studying? <laughs> yep. <laughs> my uh my dad he did a lot of studying. No, it didn't really do much for me, but uh, he was a uh, Yeah, that shows. He was all into that kind of stuff. Yeah, I know. I I mean I didn't make anything in my life, but it's a simple life really, isn't it? That's, uh, that's all you're asking for at the end of the day. <laughs> Which, uh, yeah, you haven't seen any flickering on these screens then, because they said they were, one of them was going in and out. Oh. So the guys down at the, I, the people at Ziggurat said. Oh, no. it's fine to me. Uh, huh. Well, appreciate it. I'll, uh. I'll maybe go and just take a look at them in person as well and uh, make sure there's nothing wrong with them. Thank you. Good luck with your studying as well. You you, you keep it up. It'll we, definitely get your places. Look, just don't unplug anything. That's all third-party contracted out through Militech, so it doesn't run directly through here. It's going to set off tampering alarms, and I do not want to do oh, I won't. I, I won't. I won't do anything like that. I won't do anything like that. Just, just checking to make sure there's no fuzziness over the uh, the optical perimbulators. I'm gonna walk off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Check, you check those perimbulators. <laughs> perimbulators. <laughs> okay, let's move on. So, Natalie, you sort of i assume you would have been walking away as jim walked up to pull his shenanigans also i'm gonna just do something real fast to make sure that you guys see what it is you saw earlier you can observe that knowledge what else would you like to do natalie um let's see she told me is she gonna keep an eye on me to make sure like i'm going to the room that she told me to that's a good question how would you know that uh i'm going to pretend i'm talking to jerax as i lean mm -hmm. back and i'm like oh just hurry up and make sure i'm not dropping anything i'm making such a mess today i'm trying to like keep a peep on her mm -hmm. yes not a groan <laughs> i mean she is watching you as you go around the corner she also has access to all the security cameras Ah, that's true. Okay. Well, actually, uh, th and that distraction is kind of happening, right? Wait, am I not? Am I getting some cover here from Jim Fingers? Actually, yeah, you could get some cover from Jim Fingers. That's fine. 
Okay, so I'm actually just gonna take the left mm-hmm. uh, when I when I notice that Jim is distracting her. Okay. And I'm gonna be like to to Jerex. Yep. Okay. So the office here appears to be security, not as in armored, you know, guns and bullets and stuff. Security, but full time monitoring security. Hmm. Well, that's not the info we need. This, right? <laughs> I mean, probably not. This is a corporate office. Uh, is anyone inside that office? It that does appear to be op- uh, occupied. occupied. The name on okay. it lists Braxton Tyndall. Oh, he sounds terrible. Uh, we're going to keep going. Braxton Tyndall at your service. All right, so that, once you go up that way, that leaves... World sat behind. Your key oh, okay. card can open it, but there's a you know a double door here that just leaves. This is to represent if you anyone runs off this off the map as needed. This oh, okay. is Todd's office. Right yeah, here. I know. Yeah. Hey, Todd. Um. Todd. Yeah, let's talk to uh, who did you say this was? Braxton. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's let's gently knock on Braxton's door, and right. uh, say. And the, the door has those things you see sometimes in offices where it says, currently, you know, in a meeting, unavailable, scheduled today, please call ahead. It's It's got like a little data screen for people who want to check on Braxton's schedule to see what he's up to. What is Braxton up to at the moment? Uh, he's currently on allocated project time to meet quotas. So he's, he's in do not disturb, but does not have a meeting, which, you know, means you can totally disturb if you have enough corporate clout. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> um, and because of the fact that he's got a standalone office here, I can assume that he's someone that probably outranks me who works uh, at no desk. Uh, yeah, most likely. So we're gonna, we're gonna have to he, he has an office. We can flex on him because you got a Miltech bodyguard. We, we do have a big scared bodyguard, no we nuts. Um, More like a kitten. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, let's, let's knock gently at the door. And I'm gonna look back at Jerax and go, mm? and then I'm gonna muss up my hair a bit confidence, and confidence undo a button. Key. Confidence is key. Turn around back to the door. <laughs> okay. And then you just knock? Yeah. All right. The door flashes. Please wait. Mr. Tyndall is busy right now. Would you like to leave a message or schedule an appointment? Uh... You're also familiar with these where you can just keep knocking. That is always I look back at Jerick's and then, yeah, I'm going to keep knocking at the door. I'm going to try this kind of polite, lost little girl Mm. angle and see if I can... We ha- I have to actually sit down at a computer. We don't have anybody that can jack in. Correct. Cool. So, yeah. that's I'm going to keep trying until he opens the door. Okay. Mr. Tyndall is please bu- is busy right now. Please try again later. Up the advance! <laughs> <laughs> please, I, I just need five minutes for you to sign off on something. Less than five minutes. Five seconds. It's going to be so fast. Please, if, if you just... You've seen my schedule. I do not have five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> 
I can see your schedule on the door, sir, and I know you certainly have the time right now. If you could just open up and sign it, we'd be done already. Oh. He uh, shows up. He's wearing decently well-made clothes. He's got an excellently trimmed beard uh, and a very simple, plain tie. Just, if, if it's possible to make looking milk toast look good, this guy does manage to mm. accomplish it. Mm. Uh, just, you know, cookie cutter mid 30s probably just successful enough to have an office with a door but it's so much smaller than the office next to him and the sheer pressure of staying here has clearly weighed on him like you could probably list off all the different continental brands face creams and stuff that he uses to keep and that that hair that hair is cybernetic that was gone a long time ago uh but it's it's well done you know what do you want Oh, Braxton, is this your office? Yes, uh, it's, my it, name is on the door. Yes, I just expected a, a larger office for someone of your stature. Uh, I, I came in here to take some parameters, but if you wouldn't mind letting me access your computer really quick, and I just move past him and, and sit down in his computer. Okay. Uh, have you gone through none of the trainings? Oh, please this don't is talk to me, sir. No, I just need to finish this, and I, I'll have you not harass me while I do my job. Thank you. And I'm just going to start touching the computer. Okay, he was so upset, clearly so upset that you were touching the computer without, you know, pro that's so against protocol. And then you said the word harassment and, and you it was like watching somebody push the brakes and the accelerator at the same time in silence <laughs> as his brain just says, but corporate security says no. But harassment training also says no. Jerax, what do you do as... Uh, Braxton has a miniature meltdown. I'm going to barge in, close the door, and say, Is there a problem here? Did somebody say harassment? All right, so here's, here's the next challenge. Braxton is a sucker for protocol. The moment he stepped away from his console, he locked his computer. Huh. So I, I've been trying to type, and I'm like, this is unacceptable. If you would please open your personal console, I need to access this to be done with my job. Okay, roll. What are we going to call this This uh, fast talking operation? Jarex, I want you to find a way, like a, an applicable skill here that you can use to add pressure to the situation while I take a look at Natalie's character sheet. Oh, this you guys just... This is a bureaucracy check. This is 100% a bureaucracy check. There's a skill <laughs> called bureaucracy. We're using it. And I'm just trying to use all the right corporate words to just mm. kind of like verbally checkmate him every time. He's like, but, but. But, I mean, you never asked him for his password. And it says on every single email he gets from tech that they will never ask you for your password. So this has got to be yeah. legit, right? I've rolled a 22. Oh, Ooh. my God. Jax, why don't wow. you give me a persuasion check? Come on! Oh, no, no, fuck this up for me, Jarek. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. it was a bold move. Wasn't it? Just wasn't it? Distance, in. though. <laughs> right. So here's what happens. First off, he is gonna walk over and grumblingly unlock his computer, and then as you talk, he's gonna say, "Now look here. I don't care what our 
what the contract says with Militech. This is completely uncalled for. I have done absolutely nothing wrong. The, the footage will back me up. He points to the security cameras in here. Sir, it's my first day on the job. <laughs> if that were true, then you have absolutely nothing to hide or worry about. You're acting very suspicious right now, and I will report that to corporate if you continue to harass me while I do <laughs> my assignment. I will be filing a complaint against your bodyguard. <laughs> no, John. What is a look pathetic check? <laughs> acting. This is acting. This is acting. Yeah. Roll it. Uh, do it, Brent. Oh, God! Can't believe it was people like you who brought the city to its knees not 20 years ago. I guess we should be grateful. Ah. <laughs> You're older than I am when I keep typing. He touches his face <laughs> self-consciously. Uh, as you continue to access the computer, Monarch, are you good? You're still in position? You're not used uh, to doing this job silent. Like, that just does not feel good to you. You do, however, no. have eyes on, because you're you're farther away. You would be able to see Natalie. What's going on in this room? Yeah, you'd be able to see this sort of hubbub going on. Uh, Shit. I just, I just... Ah, I hate being in this position. Should have been Jerax, damn it. He should have been here with his crack shot and his <laughs> dumbass cybernetic arms looking ass. Roll uh, a perception check, please. Oh, lordy. 14. 14. You know, for a moment there, you thought you saw something down in the streets. Okay. Just, just for a flash, just for a brief moment, something scuttling around, walking oddly, sort of. Bang, bang, bang. Can I get a better look at it? Why did that music stop playing? <laughs> you'd have you'd have to give up your your optimal position that you've had tracked in on Todd's office for a while. Well, I see nothing's going on in the office at the moment. So correct, and I see that they're occupied over here, mm -hmm. and I have no idea what's going on with Jim. But the signal would more than likely be coming from Natalie, and mm -hmm. Natalie is inside of the room right now. So because of that, I want to get a better look at whatever the hell this thing is at the side. Okay, go ahead. It's it's pretty dark, so it's difficult to see. But is that a clown? Oh, come on. No. Nah. Uh-uh. I'm not... Wait, clown gang? Clown gang? It's And then it's gone. Clown gang? Did Jim give me some drugs? <laughs> I only right. had a personal allotment of drugs. None to share. Uh... Okay, I'm going to text Jim mm -hmm. and say, don't be alarmed, but I just saw I, a clown, I think. And that's what okay. I'm going to text Jim. Okay. 
and that doesn't that that won't like be any problems because that could be to like any anyone anything so that's why I'm, i worded it very plainly now roll a tactics check 21 21 mm. you know they might be close enough and they seem to be gathering there's at least two of them and there's a few things moving in the shadows there may be more roughly moving towards the parking garage clowns moving toward the parking garage Where the is this like the clown gang or is this just a clown i mean you haven't seen just a clown in years the only clowns you've seen have been the ones with spiked metal with spiky baseball bats and shotguns where their shoes are not shoes those are biomodded so, so this is just a clown this is just a flat out clown you didn't get a very good look at it but it's not likely to be a flat out clown this is concerning you should use your grappling hook immediately <laughs> it's probably a bozo aka clown gang That's weird. But I don't want to leave this position. But I also really want to see what's up with these clowns. Shit. I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to text uh, Natalie that something came up. I will... See you in a few. Don't worry about me. Is what I'm going to send Natalie. All right. You do that, and we're going to cut over to Mr. Fingers. What are you up to? Well, Mr. Fingers has just got a text message saying, don't be alarmed, but there's a clown out there. <laughs> so That's so alarming. Yeah, incredibly alarming, especially because I know that the only clowns around here are the bloody clown gang. But there's no reason for the clowns, the clown booster gang to be to be onto us. It would be a very strange thing for WorldSat to hire a clown gang to do their job for them. So I'm going to hope that everything's chill. I'm going to take Monarchs, don't be alarmed, quite literally. And I'm not going to be alarmed and I'm going to stick to the plan. Okay. Uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go into the maintenance closet. All right. Oh, also, I can't see the information that I had previously seen on the uh, what you might call it. Oh, it's it not it's not fog of war. It's not fog no. of war for you. All right, I can uh, I can fix that. But I'm I'm headed to the closet anyway. Right. What what do I find inside this delightful little closet? Well, you find that the dungeon master apparently didn't create a wall between the closet and the break room, so we're gonna fix that oh, real quick. Okay. There's a break room uh, on I'm the in other the side. closet, not the break room. <laughs> also, keep in mind that you have dark vision because of your. Optics. I do. Yes. All right. So you've got some janitorial supplies, some you know, s some spare bits for repairs. You've got some cleaning stuff, some styrofoam cups, a couple extra bags of kibble. Extra synth coffee, small amount of the, the crystal jolt stuff. It's This isn't like the proper break room closet. This is mostly for maintenance. So it's a lot of chemicals and some tools. No computer okay. consoles of any kind, though. Uh, what kind of tools are we talking about here? Well, we probably We've got find mops. Like a Go small ahead. ladder. 
Mm, yes, definitely. Buckets, <laughs> carts. Okay. Uh, anything used for, uh, like a, for physical work, like a toolbox with screwdriver, hammer, that kind mm -hmm. of stuff in it. Yeah, there could be a toolbox in there. That seems fair. Any any kind of cart to bring this stuff around. It's a plastic cart, but yes. Yeah, that's that's fine. Okay, so I'm gonna put the toolbox and like I'm assuming it's like a mini stepladder kind of thing mm -hmm. onto the the cart. I'm gonna head over towards one of the rooms that I remember being empty. Now, I don't have the vision, so I can't remember which of those rooms ended up being empty, mm -hmm. but I'm specifically trying to recall a room that, if possible, if a room like this existed, a room where the security cameras would not be uh, viewing the entirety of the room mm -hmm. and one that was empty and one with a computer in. I'd, I'd need a room that's empty with a computer in, and hopefully there's one where the security cameras are also not covering the entirety of it. Uh, there are none. There are none. Mm. However, this room across the way does not have any security cameras on it. And it currently has a green light next to it and says, appointment, open. Okay. You have not seen into this room at all, but every other room is occupied. It, do it didn't have a security camera. Correct. There are no security cameras in there. Mm. Were there any other empty rooms with computers? Negative. Mm. There's the security mm. office, which is up here, where just one person stands, monitor, you know, sits at their desk and monitors stuff. Sure. There's Braxton's office over here. There's Todd's office over here, and there's the general work area over here, which is pretty busy. Mm. And there's the bathrooms. This room, though, no cameras. Okay. Okay. Um, what happens if people... What happens if people don't stir the, the crystal jolt well enough? You're going to have to talk to a Continental Brands representative uh, for your expert on that. <sighs> Natalie didn't tell me, for God's sake. I mean, okay. you, you certainly would have seen the class action lawsuit commercials that come on late at night, though. If you've been okay. harmed from not stirring your crystal jolt, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Well, what, what would I be aware of then, Natalie, if I had uh, seen these commercials? I mean, I could pretty much recite them from memory. If you or a family member experienced throat bleeding, esophageal hemorrhaging, or uh, something, something, fibromyalgia... Uh, please consider calling our corporate number to receive your complimentary $5 voucher and care kit, which is actually, we just were out of the stuffed bears, so it's just a pair of rubber gloves. So I'm considering here utilizing a, a large dose of the crystal jolt and delivering it like a, like a, just a friendly maintenance guy to the person who's in charge of all of the, the, uh, the monitoring systems. And just poison, just tearing their esophagus to pieces so that I can then occupy the room. But I feel like that might draw attention. So I'm going to start off by going into the room across the hall. But I'm going to pocket, pocket a lot of that caffeine jolt just in okay. case. Add an unhealthy amount of crystal jolts. Actually, any amount is unhealthy. Add a really unhealthy <laughs> amount of crystal jolts to your inventory. Okay, very and good. You, you cross the hall. And on the other side is a conference room. Okay. Do you close the door behind you? 
Yeah, I'd like to close the door behind me, and I'd also like to um, uh, indicate something that says busy, occupied, lock the door, something mm -hmm. like that, so that it's obvious from the outside that a meeting is in session, mm -hmm. uh, and if possible, to also physically lock the door too. Okay. Privacy mode engaged. Sound dampeners on. Good luck resolving your differences. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, I have no idea what that's about. And all city sound, any like the, the humming of the lights outside, the tapping of keyboards, anything. It just, this room is now dead quiet. You can't hear anything going on anywhere aside from inside this room. You do, however, okay. notice that this door right here this door right here has glass in it. Mm. Um, I am going to... Uh, I'm going to start... Is it carpeted or is it tiled, the floor? Because I was going to say I'm going to start mopping, but if it's carpeted, I ain't mopping. <laughs> it looks pretty tiled to me. I believe it looks tiled. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like that to me. I'm gonna, mm. I'm gonna go with my mop and kind of mop around and take mm. a look with with my cybernetic eye as I'm staring down at the floor. My cyber eye staring at a complete right angle, looking at, <laughs> looking through the, <laughs> looking through the door. Mm. I get you. Okay, go ahead and move yourself up to that door, and I'll, I'll give you what you know. I do it like kind of from the other side of the room. Mm -hmm. Excellent. So first off, you are there's a window looking out over the street from here. Second, you can see into this office where a, this man right here, who I showed earlier, but I'm going to go ahead and put him up again. Oop, this guy mm -hmm. is sitting at a desk. This is an, a luxuriously appointed office. Very clean, very modern, very precise. And he is standing up and he's heading over to the conference room where you are. But you see, mm. he's taking his time with it. He's not in a rush. He stands up, he adjusts his clothes, he adjusts his nice watch, straightens things out, uh, looks at himself in his webcam just to see how everything's going, uh, and walks, starts slowly walking over to the conference room. Okay. Well, uh... I'm I'm perfectly fine. I'm just going to carry on doing my job. I'm going to whistle a little tune to myself, and uh, I'm I'm going to try and exchange rooms with him. <laughs> okay, we're going to move over to Natalie. You are on the computer. He's giving you access, and aside from you know unleashing an absolute red tape, a verbal red tape barrage on this unsuspecting corporate drone. What are you doing on the computer? This isn't um, hacking. This is just, you know, on the computer. Uh, I am actually opening up and doing a search, uh, mm -hmm. navigating towards, like, basically the file component, and I want to see if I can find something familiar that I'm used to, which would be the expense reports and the project lines, and so I'm going to mm -hmm. try and find that D6AD code anywhere. Okay. Do a library search check. Good library search. <laughs> no, I'm not. I guess. <laughs> uh, but I am going to add, I used my three luck points before. I'm going to use mm -hmm. one more luck point here to make it a 15. Okay, a 15 total. 
Let's see here. Okay. You find a a code on there. You find an expense in a spreadsheet. This guy didn't edit it. It was just, you know, in the database. It's under expense code D6. It is a large amount of money. A large amount of money. A uh, couple hundred thousand with room for more. And it's a line item that just says local experts. Roll. Do you have accounting? Yes. Of course. Roll an accounting check. Seems offended. <laughs> 21. 21. Okay. One, oh one of the line items is exactly 30,000, which is how much Royal was paid to betray you. Um. I'm going to use my phone to just mm -hmm. kind of be like taking pictures of the screen mm -hmm. um, as I find these things. Uh, and if I still have more time, I'm going to continue to search after that. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give you... No, nah, we're going to say that's it for now. No, let's do one more. Let's do one more. Give me a business check. 24. Oh my god. Okay. What? We're in the corporate world, baby. <laughs> Natalie Smith. Welcome to my reality. As Natalie you, Smith. As you continue to, to rifle through things, you are able to connect Rex, the fixer, to the D6 expense code as well. Funding, the funding that 30000 was funneled through for him it, it was funneled through him. He was also supposed to get entertainment to the tune of a hundred thousand. And um, the what I want to look Secu additional security. So there was some pay in there for the Militech guards, but there's a hundred thousand for entertainment. And there's 120,000 for job site security. Hmm. Well, I don't quite know what all that means because I don't have all the pieces of the puzzle yet, but I'm definitely recording as much of this info as I can. A fixer could probably help you piece out more of that information. But let's, yeah, let's move on. Jerax, you are alternating between trying to be intimidating and trying to be pathetic. <laughs> Yeah, a delicate act for someone who's just learned acting. Do I guess the impression? I mean, the immediate impression I've got from this guy is that he's insecure, mm -hmm. a little bit with just his stature, I suppose, and his positioning. Why don't you roll a uh, human perception? Okay, thirteen. Mm. He's definitely fussy and precise. He's a sucker. Mm. He's a stickler for protocol. How do I want to spin this then? Hmm. You know, somebody told me that, God, uh, that break room, right? You know about the break room? Yeah, I mean, do you not get annoyed by the fact that they just keep leaving out all the coffee cups? <laughs> all right, this is, is a it, hard... Is it just me? Is it just me? Anybody? 
I'm doing a com comedy act in this room of three of us. <laughs> What's the deal with the coffee in the break room? No, I'm just trying to start a conversation with him, you know, just keep get his mind off of that by putting it onto something also. Um, right. Something this... that I think would annoy him. Okay. And something that happens in every workplace, you know, somebody leaving coffee cups. You're supposed to put them in the dishwasher. Why are they leaving it out? So this is going to be difficult because this is a highly charged environment. The two of you have been sort of at it and he's threatened to go after you. But roll a conversation check. Unless you have a different skill that you think makes more sense. He is annoyed with you while he agrees with you. He still sort of does not like the way that he was treated earlier. He's he's huffing and, and harumphing at you and it's the spin isn't really working. And the other tax here? Yeah. Hmm. I, I I hope you understand that I I'm just doing my job, uh, Mr. Miller. It, it's purely just following the protocols. I I, I don't mean that. Uh, you know, I I know it can be highly um, inconveniencing for you, but uh, I, I'm just I'm just trying my hardest to really uh, pull up the bootstraps, as they say, and uh, uh, and do my best. Do persuasion on this. We'll go from there. A 16. All right. He, he's a little bit mollified. He's, he's still angry, and he hasn't said he's going to withdraw the report or anything yet, but you are at least making a good point, even if this wouldn't fly in Nuremberg. Uh, <laughs> so you're, you're starting to talk him down, but he's still very huffy about it. Leo. Yeah. The cl the clowns are on the move. I want to see Monarch fight some clowns. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I obviously notice that something's weird going on. Uh, so I do. I I, I text Natalie. Uh, I inform them that I have left the position, and because this this is too suspicious. So I go downstairs to. In a, in, a, in a tactical nature, though, by the way, I'm not mm -hmm. really like exposing myself. I'm not trying to get uh, revealed. Obviously, I'm a trained professional, so mm -hmm. I'm, do, I'm, I'm moving with purpose, but in an effective manner uh, to try and get some kind of vision, uh, like still within my building, by the way. So I'm not really going outside, but I'm going downstairs to see mm -hmm. what the hell is going on on the side of these streets here Uh if that makes sense. It does. Roll stealth. Be on my side. 16. Rolling secret rolls. Don't worry about what I'm rolling. <laughs> I yeah, do not like secret rolls. <laughs> okay. You get down to street level. The clowns have gathered. They are <laughs> all around... <laughs> The pedestrian exit from the parking garage. One of them has a gigantic wooden hammer with a bear trap poking out of it, like glued to the end of it. One of them has a pie and is handling it with Kevlar gloves. <laughs> the other two, just like normal clowns, uh, just have their sidearms and their cybernetically installed claws. Uh, they are yeah, yeah. all... Normal. You know, they're they're up against the wall in an exaggerated cartoon I'm being sneaky moment. 
around the pedestrian <laughs> entrance. And, oh. like, and as you get down to the ground level, you notice they look up. They look at each other. Fuck, dude. What what in the actual <laughs> shit is this is like the last thing that I expect to have encountered. Um okay. Uh fuck. Dude. Okay, is this the same interest that they walked in to get inside of the building? No. This is completely different. They they went down into like a ramp to an area below the building, you know, into a parking garage. The this is the parking garage they are parked in. But they didn't come out of the... There's a ramp that goes up to like a grated door that you can use to and to go up to the street level, right? But our heroes took the elevator up into the office. So you have no idea why they're here. They're waiting in ambush with an incredibly dangerous pie and a mallet with a bear <laughs> trap stuck to it. An incredibly dangerous pie. I just love it. Um... trying to think what what could possibly be useful here but i genuinely think i just need to remain hidden right now and just wait it out i'm but i so okay here's my question mm -hmm. if i if i <laughs> this music's just mm -hmm. killing me right now <laughs> if i uh if i text jim or natalie or jerax this mm -hmm. obviously goes over the corporate network right mm -hmm. so people will know well that, like here, here's the thing how does corporate snooping work it's not like they've got somebody sitting there looking at all the millions of messages and exchanges they've got ai of some sort running searches and sifts and looking for hot terms that are going to get you on the no-fly list right so it's nobody is you you don't have a personally assigned fbi agent spying on you but if you use certain ver verbiage, now they probably can track the the location of your text. Yeah, it's hard to take everything you're saying seriously <laughs> with this music right now. Um, I don't make the okay. rules. Clown gang makes the rules. So I have, I have. Can I can I check for like a local expert to just tell if this is the this is the gang like. Mm -hmm. These aren't just like a set of clowns. Like I just to get a, a little bit more. I will, I will you still think they might be random clowns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I I'm trying to figure out like if I've seen them before or if I've if I've encountered them before mm -hmm. in in my experience like taking contract work and stuff. You know, because mm -hmm. I have I've killed quite a few people. For sure. Roll local expert. You this this is 100 percent the clown gang. But yeah. lo roll local expert to see what you know about them. What'd you get? 16. 16. 16. Okay, the bozos. They're a poser gang. Poser gangs are gangs that all sort of bio-mod and dress the same way. They're typically found deep in the combat zone, so this is unusual territory for them. They are actually bio-sculpted to be clowns. Those are not their shoes. Those are their feet that have been organically and cybernetically modified. For some of them, that's their real nose. Their faces have been permanently shaped. Their skin has been replaced or permanently dyed to look like clowns. They are a sadistic prankster gang. They used to have their turf in the artist's colony next to the university before everything went to hell. Uh, they've sort mm -hmm. of been broken up into different areas. Uh, they're known for preying on individuals. 
they'll just just pick one person and decide to ruin their life for no apparent reason cool. okay and and just so i'm and just so i'm also clear again i just want to mm -hmm. double check they did not go through this entrance this is a completely different entrance on the eastern side of the building right correct, correct. so and they're waiting for someone mm -hmm. okay i'm going to just stay hidden for right now and uh <sighs> i am going to text jim that uh got more information definitely clowns fuck hold on uh got more info definitely clowns no i oh, fuck shit <laughs> Oh God! Never mind. I don't know. I don't even know if a text is worth it at this point. I'm. I'm actually just going to stay hidden and just continue to monitor the situation. Mold there are clowns over. ready to ambush us as we leave, and you don't think it's worth? No, I don't. Out. But that I don't know if that's the ex entrance that you guys are coming out of. Oh yeah. Do man. I know that? Do I have that information? Yeah, you would know that they're probably going to drive out. They're not going to walk up to surface level. They're going to drive out. Oh, so I'm in a parking garage. So the parking garage. So where you are right here. I'll point this out. They drove in. There's a, a ramp that goes into a parking garage over here that you can drive okay. your car in. But there's also a door that people can use, a pedestrian exit that goes to surf to street level, right? So the characters, they went in to the car park, which is underneath the WorldSat building. Well, the office building. These clowns are waiting for someone who's going to walk out to street level, which is not where you guys are going to go. And you were in the building next door. You've gone to ground level. You're across the street. Uh, which, again, is sir not appearing in this film at the moment. But you're across the street looking out from the other building on across this, uh, you know, just across the way at these clowns lurking by the pedestrian entrance. Okay. So I am going to I am gonna warn Jim uh, and, and inform him that they're, like, I, you know, uh, definitely about the clowns i just i'm trying to find the wording so to not like alarm anyone is my is my concern <laughs> all right let's do Should this we not be alarmed if the word clown is in it i'm alarmed no 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 not not like you guys but like so that we don't get because clearly some shit's going on so i'm i'm concerned about the fact that this gang is out here for some reason in his own that they are typically not going to be lingering about doing something and waiting for someone to come out uh, and my people are in that building. So I just want to inform them without actually tipping off like world set as to like what's going on. Uh, okay. I'm going to text Jim checked up on the situation. Definitely clowns. <laughs> you know, the kind be careful. Uh, I'll, I'm, I'll, I'll continue to get more information. Okay. That's that. Jim, it's your turn. Well, I am just befuddled by this text message. And and I throw my phone back into my pocket because I can't even possibly decipher it as I realize that if I'm intending to just play the part of the casual janitor, well, then why the hell did I lock the room? I quickly mop my way back over to the door for, of this mm. conference room. And I'm going to put it back to how it was when I entered, as okay. in just open, available, that kind of stuff. And as, then I'm going to... 
start being casual again. Okay, as you do that, the sound dampeners turn off and you can hear a little bit of ambient sound from the street, through the through the walls, etc. Mm. The door opens mm. and Todd walks in. Hello, mate. I was uh I was expecting somebody else. Oh no, sorry. I, I haven't booked a meeting or anything. I've just been sent up here from the uh, ziggurat guys. I'm on rotation for cleaning. Do you want me to take your room? I think that would be the next one that I was going to cover anyway. I'm pretty much done in here. It won't bother me whatsoever if you if you want to come in and I'll just pop in uh, your side. But my agent alerted me that somebody had triggered the meeting in this room. And I assumed that it was the person who was coming here. It was going to be a... Yeah, S sorry. I I was going for the lights. I was going for the lights and I hit the button that's like lock or whatever. I didn't mean to. I'm, I'm very sorry. Okay. What skill do you want to apply to this uh, fast talk here? Um, conversation. He, oh, boy. Go ahead, and roll uh, that. go ahead and roll that. He genuinely doesn't know we booked this meeting in here, right? Oh, no. I have no idea that it was your meeting that I've accidentally sabotaged. <laughs> <laughs> I just... When the room... So when she unlocked the room, it notified him on his personal assistant. But uh, Jim mm. has is completely in the dark. I crit. <laughs> 29 the 29 conversation wow versus a 19 wow that's not a bad perception roll either generally speaking i would use the voice activation much faster unless of course you've you know got it directly wired without saying anything the lights turn to a, a slightly warmer tone oh that's fancy how much did that set you back oh sorry i shouldn't shouldn't ask about those kind of things should i Correct. anyway i'll get I'll get on into your room. Is there anything that you like doing a specific way? Uh, I'm I'm a contractor, so I don't normally do your offices, as I'm sure you're aware. Uh, anything you you uh, you like touching up in a specific manner? <laughs> Dang. <laughs> okay. Personal ballet experience. I'm now trying. So here's my idea here. Here's True. my idea. I'm not trying to sell sexual favors. That's not the way that I'm trying to go. But Roll I am trying to Natalie's ex. No, go on. I I am trying to keep him on the on the back foot. I'm mm -hmm. asking him questions about, you know, about um, how he would like things, almost implying that, that it's already a done deal. I'm going into your room. Yeah. I'm doing mm -hmm. it anyway. How do you want it done? Yeah. You know, do you just... want him to cup the balls? You want a little reach around? <laughs> maybe grab the chest. Uh... Nipple I have play, whatever you in want. The rusty trumpet. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> all right, god! All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, moving on. <laughs> you should not need an Urban Dictionary access to watch this show. All right, uh, do it. Perfect. I always inspire to. Uh, thank God. you very much. It's a good thing I wasn't doing the janitor thing because I would be laughing at that. <laughs> uh, all right then. Um, sure, I'll uh, I'll pop in then. <laughs> I'm just confused. This this person, even even in my joint personality as very working class janitor, 
and rough fixer that's managed to make something of himself. Neither of these worlds understand this person that is in front of me. <laughs> he is just a weird, aloof uh, corporate dude. I don't mm. get it. I'm, I'm fucking mopping my way into his room. What the fuck is that guy <laughs> talking about? <laughs> okay. He, uh... Oh, I'll get the door. He, he walks up and he wave, he sort of waves his hand by the door with nothing in his hand and it mm. unlocks. That's oh, a glimmer of the old Todd. He did something nice. Mm. Appreciate it. Thank you. Go ahead and move yourself in. And as you walk out, you see him standing in front of the window, looking out with his back turned. You know, and then he sort of adjusts his stance. He looks at the lights. He makes the lights change with his cybernetic implant. He makes them all sort of cast him in silhouette. He spends a couple of moments adjusting himself to look as dramatic as possible. Mm. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn back around and say, mm. "Oh, sh should I close this? Do you want some privacy?" Without talking to you, he waves his hand and it <laughs> closes. Okay. Is it still glass though? Can I still see through? Yes. Because I'm gonna, because I would like this, I, I, I'm gonna assume that he wants privacy. So I'm just gonna stare at him for a little while through the door. Just not too long, just a moment so that it's uncomfortable and awkward, <laughs> but not quite awkward enough to be mega creepy. You know, that kind of period of time where you're just locking eyes with someone and you're like, oh, this is weird. And I'm hoping so, that he's gonna take some action to stop me from doing that. You know, almost like he views me as a a, a, a peeping Tom. He, but actually it's me that wants a privacy. So he's wearing smart glasses with this sort of slotted hand. His eyes are beads of light peering through it, clearly cybernetic. And he mm. just stares back at you. I turn around <laughs> and start mopping. What a freak. <laughs> I mean, I was only trying to Bad make it all. I wasn't, wasn't trying to. I'm trying to start beef with the dude. Uh, you have successfully. <laughs> he wants you to want. <laughs> Dominance established. Plus one clout. Yeah. Uh, and then, so the next time you turn around, the window has auto tinted. Ah. But he had. That's to, what I was going for. He had to win first. Well, he won. I'm happy to let him win. Just right. Todd things. You you are now mopping, or at least pretending to mop. There are two security cameras in here. Mm -hmm. One here. It's just looking. It's looking uh, out this way, and they're 360. This isn't you know Deus Ex where the camera is like me 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 me. No, this is. Right. They're 360 cameras, or at least 180 cameras. One here, one here. What would you like to do, Natalie and Jarex? You're up next. Ah, uh, um. Okay, I am looking for. Uh, how many cameras are there? You said there was two in here. Okay. Hmm. Other so are there um, shelves with documents, or is everything digitized? It is perfectly clean in here, and completely digital. The desk ah, is polished, is like stainless steel, polished. Okay. 
Well. There are no smudges on it, no fingerprints or anything. Yeah. I'm imagining as well that if this guy's got cybernetics up the wazoo, that he probably logs into his PC with his cybernetics anyway, and it probably isn't even anything that he has to enter manually. Mm, Jerax, did you ever talk about the operation? I would know some. Inf I would know all the information about it now. Whether or not I discussed it with Jim Fingers, um, I imagine it would have been quite important towards this mission. So probably not. You wouldn't have discussed it because it was important for the mission. I mean, I think it would have slipped my mind, really. Oh, that Todd. Yeah, the one that I did the personality-altering uh, cybernetic uh, implant on him that I also flipped in a failsafe. Fail um, no. <laughs> no, no, probably not important. Okay. Well, I guess I have no idea what I'm doing in well, this room, then. The beautiful thing about the personality alterations is that it gives you full control over a person's mind. That's a little unknown fact. <laughs> the ass pull continues. <laughs> what is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was in the back. That was in the backstory. So does anybody back remember the Winter Soldier's like secret code to activate him? Oh yeah, it was like a series of words. Yeah, right. Like Jarek just walks in. Yeah, Ruta Vega. Uh, I am ready to comply. All right. Anything um, from you, Jim, before we move on? Uh, yeah, I suppose then the only thing I would do is... No, I need to turn just a ponder because this is more difficult than I thought it would be to access any of this information. So I'm I'm considering while I mop. All right. I, I'm I'm gonna whistle a clown tune to myself though, because you know that's how thing these things get into your head. Just uh what what clown tunes are there? What is a famous circus tune? <laughs> oh yeah, that's obviously the most yeah. famous one. Meanwhile I'm dealing with the fucking murder clowns and no <laughs> one pays me. You wandered off from your post. You don't have to deal with the murder clans. You can let them murder everybody. <laughs> Always an option. Natalie, uh, Jarex is still keeping this guy busy, so he's bought you at least another round of going through the database. Great. Then I am going to continue looking for any information related to any of the other keywords that we've picked up. So... Now I'm going to try and find the work order for destroying our building and to see which ways I can edit that or remove or cancel that or transfer that to a less property that I don't live in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Give me a library search to start. Okay. 16. And now give me a business just to see again. They're searching through it, but then there's reading through everything and going over the documents. Oh, okay. my God. Nice. So much business is going on. Yes. God, I can't wait for the million dollar deals. The bullets start flying. Business hours are over, baby. <laughs> um, so here. My business sucks. <laughs> and I turned it into a sexy dance. Uh, so here's the weird thing you found a report. It, it was it was you know one of those preliminary reports that you do when you're trying to decide do we install a relay tower here what's the atmospheric interference like what's the current coverage levels etc 
And going through the report, it was buried pretty far down. The site that of your building has no value whatsoever as a relay tower. Like there's just no ostensible business purpose for placing one there. There's other locations that are less dangerous, that'll get better coverage. There's no, it's not even gonna help them connect to the high riders, which is a big deal right now. The people who live up in low orbit, like there's just the business report concluded that there's no business justification for going through with this at all. It's got, you know, radio frequency maps and all that stuff, some nice 3D models, all come to the same conclusion, waste of money. Uh, can I change any information related to this, or does it say like the order is canceled or has moved on? Uh, this this is just the the first thing you found was the preliminary report, which is it. not attached to the work order. Okay. Um, do I have an opportunity to continue to search? Yes, I'll let you make one more skill check. Pick one of your skills, and depending on what skill you pick, I will decide what information you're able to. I understand your your task. The, the skill that you pick will determine your approach or what information you find along the way. Got it. Because I, I just want to make a note. I still have to find Gina's info. Mm -hmm. Jarex is going to need to buy you a little more time. Mm -hmm. um, okay, I'm actually going to search bureaucracy because I'm sure there are papers upon papers filed in triplicate and buried and yes. unburied. And... That's a 22. I'm feeling Okay, feeling so fresh. you... You've got some email threads. Engineers are with, and the Mr. Tyndall is in a position where he has access to email threads that uh, the engineers and the low-level grunts are sending to each other because that stuff is not private. So he wasn't included in this thread. The engineers think that the tower is overkill and a waste of money. Mr. Tyndall and others at sort of his level think it's a slush project and somebody's embezzling. They think that it's one of those, you know, the producers waste of it, it's all full of pork and it's just a cover for somebody to steal massive amounts of money from the company. Right. Uh, you don't find any work orders instructing them to go through with it at all. All you but, find are those strangely keyed things under code D6. But what? If I have some email thread discussion of this going on that it's a potential slush fund, I'm going to do my corporate duty, sir, and forward this to all relevant parties within uh, the sat, world sat offices uh, mailing list. Okay, so you're going to forward this. Are you going to do the the bad distribution list? The brings down not email to service? everyone. Okay, no, no, no. Okay, of right, course right. not. No. <laughs> I'm actually going to BCC this to relevant parties. Uh, okay. Precisely. All right. But making well, sure they cover diverse departments to have some sort of interplay. All right. Yeah. With the 22 bureaucracy, absolutely. You just set that up and then let's, you know, go ahead and delete that from the sent messages. And that is on its way. Jerax. Yeah. You need to keep stalling or something. Now I was going to talk about the game last night, but then somebody in the chat said, Jerex is going to be like, so what did you think of the game last night? <laughs> so I can't do that now, but I was going to ask them about the game. Uh, and they've just read it like a book. So uh, what is the bloody alternative? Because that's what I came up with in my head. Mm -hmm. And now I've done, and I'm on the spot. Um... You check out the game last night. Awesome. No, I'm definitely not going to tell him about. I'm not going to ask him about that. Surely there's some esports running. Oh, that has to be an IT uh, crowd reference there somewhere. 
So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> here we go. What do you think of that, uh, that guy next door, then, eh? Oh, are, are you between between me and you? I think he may have got some cybernetics. <laughs> you don't say, but you... but but not just the obvious ones here. I tell you, my good friend, uh, I'm talking the secret illegal type that can potentially turn you into a much better corporate worker. That would explain a few. He came over a little while ago from Continental, very good mm -hmm. transcripts and resumes and such, and then suddenly he has the nice office with the big view. Yep, moved right up, didn't he? I bet he, I mean, you, I can clearly tell, have been working hard for a very long time, and I don't think anybody in this office is really appreciating that. I want to call this. <laughs> what do we want to call this, dude? <laughs> Rolled to brown nose. Because um, <laughs> he's still pissed at you for, like, the first approach. This is just such an absolutely, you know, hot, cold, hot, cold conversation <laughs> that you're trying to, to vamp back up. Give me two checks. Give me a human perception check to get a read on him. And give me a persuasion or concentration check or conversation check to cajole him. I think they're all the same to you. Yeah, they're both yeah, the same. Yeah, roughly the same. Oh, I didn't do too oh, well. Oh, dear God, Bren. You know. He, he looks over at Natalie and, please, are you quite done? I'm getting very behind. Oh, thanks for asking. I just have one more protocol to run, sir. I'm almost finished. All right. So good at that. <laughs> yeah, Todd is, uh, yeah, I mean, I've only seen him around the office every now and then whenever I come up and do the rounds and get hired for something on this floor, but I'm, I'm telling you, there's something not quite right there. Now, I, I've got a cousin, actually, that, uh, that works a little bit on the side. I shouldn't really be telling you this, but, you know, if you ever wanted a little bit of, I'm not going to call it dirt, I'm going to call it that because let's be real here, we're all professionals, but... If you ever wanted a little bit of that inside scoop, maybe, that might help you um, uh, not climb the corporate ladder, but definitely yoink somebody else off of it, then, uh, <laughs> you know, I uh, might have something for you. He is trying very hard to be hard to read. And given that you rolled an 11 on human perception, he succeeds. Mm. <laughs> Monarch, you hear... Footsteps echoing out of the parking structure. <clears throat> Somebody jostles with their keys as they open, begin to open up the door. The bozos, the clown gang, gathered all around them. They begin bobbing up and down, alternating. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, <laughs> if this is another clown. Oh, God. All four of them. <laughs> They're holding the big mallet. They've got the gigantic pie that is beginning to sizzle and turn yellow, and the top of it is bubbling a little bit. And now I'm hearing someone jostling their keys uh, opposite side of the door. Yeah, that so, they're like lined up on. Yeah, they're hiding around a door, and somebody is about to come out of that door. Ah, oh, shit. And I have no idea it's them or not. This fucking music! All right. <laughs> well, looks like it's uh, time to fight. 
Uh, okay, so just so I understand, I have uh, I have a little bit of an upper hand here, right? Is there any cover or anything that I should be aware of around me? Uh, because obviously I don't see it here. Is mm-hmm. there any cover around that I should know about? Yeah, you are in a building across the way, and you have thick concrete cover because of the building construction. Okay, and sweet. they don't know you're here, as far as you can tell. The I have street. no grenades or anything. Correct. You do have auto-fire. You're the only member of the party, I believe, who knows how to use auto-fire. What does that do? You spray control. Let's find out. Auto-fire, auto-fire, auto-fire. You don't have a lot of reticle, Bloom. <laughs> Keeping weapons auto-fire, auto-fire firing mode on a target through recoil. Where are the rules? Auto-fire. I just looked up. Yeah. All right. So it's going to use 10 bullets. You are... It costs your action. You use the auto-fire skill. It is much shorter ranged. And we're going to say that it's... The closest you can get to them and still be inside your cover is 20 meters for the time being. So 20 meters. That would be... Not that hard to hit, actually. That's optimal range. All right, I need I need to shoot that pie because something's up with that pie. Okay. Uh, and I and I think if I shoot the pie and knock it off their hands, if it's an explosive, I might be able to blow them all up. So a genius idea. Uh, is this a called shot to the pie? <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Listen, I love going for the pie. So let's go for the pie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. To hit the pie, are you using your handgun or your assault rifle? Assault rifle. Okay. Oh my god. You level your assault rifle aiming at the pie. You are 20 meters out. It is normally a 15 to hit a target at 20 meters with an assault rifle, but a called shot increases that by 8. It is a 23 to hit. When you roll... Oh. It's your shoulder arm skill, which is 6. It's plus 13. You would need to roll a 10. You would need to crit to hit the pie. Wow. I am going to give you plus 4 because you're taking them unawares. You would need a 6 or a higher to hit the pie. So what am I rolling? The assault rifle? Mm -hmm. The 5d6? No, you're going to roll shoulder arms. Shoulder arms, and I have yes. to get, and I have to get a what? Uh, a nineteen, because you have them by surprise. All righty, here we go. <laughs> How much luck do I have? Wow, <laughs> not they enough. Ain't saving you, <laughs> not enough. You you hit as uh, y'all one. Take like a pot shot at a clown in a parking garage. <laughs> You level Monarch's the gun. Gonna die. Steady. Steady. Oh my god. You fire it. It shoots right past him. It hits the little flower that was attached to his lapel, which pops off and bleeds. The flower was part of him. All four clowns oh, look at each other. They look at you. Oh my god. 
and we'll see everybody next week on Red Sky City <laughs> Cyberpunk Conspiracy. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely going to see again. you making that face in my oh, dreams, dude. Alex oh. is going to die again. He opened fire on clowns. <laughs> he took a 1v4 fight against some clowns and missed his shot. Why do Golden Boy's characters keep dying? <laughs> well, I don't know the rules. I didn't I don't know. I didn't know if that <laughs> was no bad rules. or not. I misunderstood I mean, it completely. I thought I needed to hit a six. I didn't know I needed a 19. No, sorry. So I like, misunderstood the whole thing. What I said was you needed to roll a six on a D10. So it was confusing. The target number you was still a had 19. a pretty good chance. Yeah. Uh, a very good chance. You had 50. Uh, yeah, just so was 50. 50. I yeah, didn't exactly. have the uh the Natalie rolls today. Yeah. <laughs> Good news I, is that I'm moving into the solo role so that when this character dies, you can get your net running brother. And I've got a net runner. You're still behind concrete cover. You're not going to die from that. Not unless they have mechanical trebuchet arms for the pump. <laughs> they might. They might. No, this could help us. This could be the distraction we need to get out of the building. So you're doing great, Al. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have accomplished nothing. I've just literally cleaned. <laughs> yeah, that's hey, all you've done. You're cleaning you up right now. Room. You're cleaning up. Yeah. You're good. I'm in the room where the information is, but I can't access any of it. So I'm literally just mopping his floors. <laughs> oh god. Well, some clowns are about to mop the floor with Monarch, so <laughs> I believe in Monarch. He's he's much he's much better down. equipped. Much better equipped. And you can use auto fire. So and you have combat reflex. You have your special like solo ability. So well, you'll yeah. get to use all your cool tools and hopefully not yeah. die to clowns. I do hope you use all of your cool to tools and still die to the clowns. <laughs> yeah, I hope, yeah, I hope you sure. kill all the clowns, but blow yourself up with the pie. That's thank just you. My, my personal hope for next episode. Great, great. Uh, well, thank you everyone for tuning in and joining us. Uh, enjoy the show and we will see you next week on Red Sky City.